The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of. Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Two, one, clap. All right. So that was great. Is that how many claps that we give Dark Phoenix? Something like that. Three claps. Three claps, and you're out. So the the first the first rule of YouTube is to not read the comments, which is something that I don't think any of us except for Ted does. Uh, But I feel like reading comments. I feel like I I feel like if we uh, I feel like if we didn't read the comments, we'd miss a lot of uh, just just comedy gold. And so I wanted to share that uh, with you guys today. Um, so, all of this shit retcons the killing joke out the fucking window. Which video? Just... Wait, 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 wait. Did Bobby Newport write this comment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Bobby a day in his life. He's never what what, what video is this on? Is this on the rec- this is Parks and Recreation? This is this is, this is <laughs> yeah. on the this is on the uh, the, 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 the yeah the vanishing point for the okay. joke. Okay, okay, okay. Continue. S- so, all of this shit retcons the killing joke out the fucking window. It just shows that these hoes ain't loyal. Even female superheroes and supervillains. One day, Batgirl gets romantically involved with Batman, which he turned her down many times. Finally, she gets the chance for Batman to finally take her virginity and get her knocked up in the process. (laughs) And after a couple of incredibly traumatizing events that occurred, especially with Tim Drake, she finally quits. Gives Batman the guilt trip that it's over between us when she was the one that started it. Dick hops back to Dick. Like if nothing ever happened. I liked happened. that line. Dick hops back to Dick. That was a good pun. A beta. Uh-huh. Good pun. A beta cucked out Dick comes out to fight the bat over the shit that Batgirl started. If anything, she deserved the punch more than Batman did because she's the one that wanted to get on Batman's grappling hook. None of this resolved shit. The bitch ends up having a miscarriage and ends up hopping with another N-word on a moped. Oh. <laughs> Harley, he did not Quinn, <laughs> Harley Quinn fucks around with Batman, then rapes Nightwing, then goes back to Batman's utility belt, gets romantically involved with Deadshot to go back with the Joker... Did you forget to add the part where she was a mass genocidal terrorist where she blew up several trains full of children? Moral of the story is DC, stick to your fucking story. Stop adding and retconning shit. None of this shit adds up. That's why I love Japanese mangas better. It's short and simple. Divided by volumes. No, it's none not. of this. <laughs> you gotta read them backwards. Mess. 
Lick this if you cry <laughs> ever, Tim. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, my, my favorite, I think what my favorite rant. part. My favorite part is when he says uh, she finally quits, gives Batman the guilt trip that it's over between us. He puts that it's over between us in quotes. He, he doesn't Ooh, put it's over between us no. in quotes. He puts the yeah. that inside of the quotes as well. <laughs> that means it's, it's not. I want to know what Tim Drake got all wrapped up into this romantic relationship. How is he the, the third wheel in all of it? I mean, the I, I get way, the, the, the Return of the Joker stuff. Did. I get that. But JC, oh. yeah. <laughs> JC, if you're listening, we love you. And, and <laughs> Jesus Christ. We understand that you're angry. We just don't understand what you're angry about. I feel your yes. anger because it retcons the killing joke out the fucking window. I feel, I feel <laughs> but the killing like, joke was never in. The yeah. So okay. So so now. JC, if you're listening, Earth Twelve kind of follows the DCAU, <laughs> but doesn't exactly. Um, the killing joke was never in continuity with the DCAU, uh, so you don't need to worry about it to the extent that he doesn't. You He's are. not listening to this. Um, <laughs> and. and, and Harley Quinn and Deadshot did not get together in the DCAU either. When did uh, just Harley because Quinn blow up trains. When did I that don't know, happen? but just just because you see a story happen doesn't mean that they all happen in the same continuity. And I would ex- what if I would expect a comic book nerd to understand this, but JC, uh... if you're listening, here's your lesson, buddy. We love you. Oh, we we hope we've shed some light on some things that make you angry, and maybe it's calmed you down a little. But if Stop not, it. get some help. Yeah, I'm thinking of like Laffy the the hel- the elf from Christmas the Joker. I love blowing up trains and bridges. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what. Why, Mister Joker? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, um, thank, anyway, um, who wants to introduce to us? Another level. <laughs> who are of we? Twelfth intellect people. <clears throat> this episode of it. I'm Maddie Kendrick. <laughs> um, my name is Chris Lord, <laughs> and with me today is Cameron Dexter. Yeah, that's Hello. me. Hello. Nice to be uh, here. We oh. are the Tim Talk oh, Podcast. That's you. That's you, huh? Uh, okay. I'm both. Cameron Dexter is two people. <laughs> yeah, Cameron I'll be the guest. Dexter, I'll be yeah. I'll be your honored guest. You can um, be Chaz Chasington. I'm Ooh. Chaz Chasington. No, oh, Chaz Chasington now. is Chaz Chasington. Boom, boom. Um, all right, so let's start with things that happened in recent times, also known as news. Um, there's... Those Rorschach videos you just showed me are pretty cool on Instagram. Those, those, uh, those th- they're that's Watchmen not Rorschach. little teasers. That's not well, it's Rorschach. A, it's supposed to be right. It's supposed to look it's like it's a copycat Rorschach. No, so oh. that is a character. That's a character that they're calling Looking Glass. Okay. Um, yeah. So so there's three videos on the Watchmen uh, Twitter. They're 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 like just two or three seconds long. Not Twitter on their Instagram. They might be on the Twitter too, but I saw them on the Instagram. Um, they're like three seconds long, and we get a look at a uh, a new character named Looking Glass uh, with hmm. almost no context to anything. And he just has like a question kind of face, but it's like black, shiny black. Like so, it's just face. It's yeah, featureless. But in there's the, a lot of featureless, like yellow faced people. Too. Yeah, but he's standing in front of like a projection of various images that the way they reflect off his face looks like a Rorschach test. So I understand. There's also that's, there's that's also cool. there's also horses in the back. There are yeah there there really was. Um, They're hmm. back there with the track. <laughs> I know a uh, child actress who is on the show. I know her mom because one of her other kids was on Pop Up Is Dead. 
the movie. I'm glad you explained that it's because you know her mom. Yeah, that's because my uh, my my ex is working on the show as well. I'm really excited about it. It it I'm trying. It looks like it's gonna be a lot. Mom will get me on season two. I was like, hit me up with season two. Yeah, screw it up. I can play. (laughs) I can play the comedian. (laughs) Throw me the production office. I will. uh, Maddie for do something. Maddie for question twenty twenty one or whatever. Yeah, if you guys want to tweet at uh, if you guys want to tweet at Kevin Smith and tell him to uh, to put me in the question show that he wants to make, I feel like I've Ooh. made a compelling case on Twitter for this, um, yeah. and, and I, it got like up to twenty likes, I think, which is pretty decent uh, for my normal output. Um, <laughs> but if you guys want to want to push Kevin Smith towards it more, he's interacted with me on Twitter before. Four, but he ignored this so you can also re you can also retweet the uh batman trump thing that we made so that people see it more yeah Kevin but Conrad less more. less twitter you guys got any more news no i was gonna talk uh, about black adam that movie got a director oh okay it is the rock a, a, no he's still black adam he's still gonna star and it is definitely a spin-off from the shazam movie if there was any doubt it is connected okay. to it um it's there was a while john, where it was john may be... john may collat sarah i don't know okay. if i said that right but Probably it's the guy not. who did shallows <laughs> shallows is a horror movie okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, uh, he, now he's the director i just i just the, saw that as well i i don't know anything about uh what he's directed in the past i know you just said shallows i haven't seen it so you know, I can't. That's like his big thing, yeah. I can't say uh, a... here or there what what that means for me, but I liked Shazam, so I'm willing to see Black Adam. Yeah, wasn't there uh, a time when nice. Black Adam was gonna come out before the Shazam movie? Like, I think there, so. There was a like, Black Adam movie announced, but not a. There was Shazam a time movie. where Joss Whedon had a Batgirl. Movie. <laughs> there was a time when lots of DC movies were speaking, gonna happen. Yeah. Speaking of uh, DCEU stuff, though, we did get that teaser image for Wonder Woman eighty four. Mm-hmm. Um, it pissed off the golden armor. Ooh, yeah, it pissed off a good. lot of people. Um, because Why? well, um, so oh, because we're ruining Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. a lot of people are upset that it's still not the grim dark, and they're like, "Why are you appealing to these women?" And it's oh, just it's like why. like my uh my take on it was my dude. Uh, look at the posters for Thor two and Thor three. Yeah. You know what even is a Wonder Woman in 2019 anyway? But uh, so. but yeah, so there's there's so wait, is Wonder Woman 84 years old in this movie? I yeah, that's what I the title so. means. Okay, I hope so. That would make sense because so she was in is... World War One before. Yes, this is and set... now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, you got it. There's one okay. more. There's <laughs> one more small piece of maybe news for the DCEU. Um, I, I say maybe because uh this is coming from we got this covered which is notorious yeah. for really bad rumors but uh they say <laughs> they say James Gunn will reportedly help DC rebuild their cinematic universe um so i assume that the rumor starting with suicide squad i, I assume that the rumor that they have uh seems to be that he's going to be there their kevin feige i don't see him having the time for that while still doing guardians no. of the galaxy yeah it's probably his last guardians of the galaxy though yeah or or is it as guardians of the galaxy right either way you never know either way it's <laughs> it coming, changes everything it's coming from a, a site that's uh less than reputable so is this along the same lines of, of that that thing going around the discord of like 
all the they're gonna cancel all the DC Universe shows and DC Universe is gonna go away and they're gonna cancel the DCEU and start over and everything is rerouting itself. Not a hundred percent, slightly though. I, I, but that was pretty seemingly not true. But yeah, speaking mm-hmm. speaking well, of that though. I do yeah, want to Swamp talk about thing. Swamp Thing yeah. getting canceled. Yeah. yeah. Tell us, tell us it what did. you know, do Ted. It. You live in the state. We got the lot. inside jokes, the inside keeping knowledge, keeping an eye on it. Because for a minute there, the rumors were that it was because of North Carolina, which is where I live, that our state tax credits. Um, there's only a certain amount of money per year allotted towards film, and the rumor was that we that North Carolina had promised Swamp Thing a 40 million dollar tax credit and that was going to cover half of their 80 million dollar budget and they got to episode 10 of production to learn that oh it's not 40 million it's 14 million and um that ended up being not true at all oh okay the the truth of it is that um north carolina was always only gonna ever contribute about 14 million um i think the actual number is 13 and it's so the, peop- the guy they, they were talking to that told yeah, them the he number, totally, he was completely so drunk guy, and said, oh, yeah, it's about 40 million. He was drunk, but he had nothing <laughs> to do with it. He was just a random writer in Texas from movies.com oh. who happened to do a tweet that went viral with those numbers in it. Oh. And then that went on for Hollywood Reporter. Deadline. That must be true. They yeah. ran with the story <laughs> that North Carolina. So for a few days after that, it was like, is it true? Or is Warner Brothers just restructuring their DC Universe app? What's really going on? Um, the truth is that uh, there wasn't any like weirdness with North Carolina. That all was fine. Oh. It went the way it was always planned to go. But production does seem like it still got more expensive than Warner wanted to justify the show where they were making. And because they are doing this AT&T reshuffling, um, I truly think that's the main reason. But it's such a bad idea to cancel a show right, right. after the yeah. pilot comes out. It's so stupid. Like, whoever did that, like, I want... If you're listening, Warner Brothers, hire me. I'll take that guy's job. I'm sure you just fired him. Like, well, even if, <laughs> yeah, even if they are going to cancel it, don't tell us right after they show yeah, you yeah, the yeah. first episode. It's, yeah. right. it's Defenders all over right. again. Yeah, yeah wait, wait at least until the season's done, you know. Just, um, just, but just I, wait I read... until wait until July second when the first uh, of of the second set of the the Young Justice episodes comes out, and then they yeah. and then they and then they say and then they say, um, we're not uh, doing any more Young Justice. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we never yep. were going to. Yeah, <laughs> there is no that. second half of season. Actually, three, this actually. is the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. the, uh, the last thing I want to say about Swamp Thing is because I, I really did enjoy the first episode and it um, I, I did try like after all this news broke out it was really hard for me to finish the second episode. Same here. I, 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 I tried I tried to watch the second episode and the... I'm sure it's good but I lost interest yeah. because of everything. It's just like I know. It's just like it's this whole it's, thing. What's the point of investing myself in these ten episodes if it's likely going to end on a cliffhanger that will never be resolved? And what I read is that they were building towards three seasons, and by the end of season three, they would have introduced and established the Justice League Dark. Oh. So we could have seen, like, Dead Man, John Constantine, Zatanna, all of them, like, one by one, Etrigan, Blue Devil, yeah. they all probably would have popped up. And That's cool. What a missed opportunity. Well, there was a, there's, there's, already, yeah. there's already been, like, Blue Devil hinting at, so... Yeah, he was kind of in the trailer. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he was or like something. There like was him. there was a there was the the actor was in a was in the second episode. 
Uh, see, I didn't finish oh, this episode. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was no, nice. I feel like it was pretty early in the, the episode, but yeah, there was like a whole and poster and everything up in his Cassidy, movie store something Cassidy, right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to tie it all back around to North Carolina, the character of Blue Devil was based off the Duke University mascot the Blue of Devils. the Blue Devils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> the character is actually based off the North Carolina um, college team. Anyway, well, not the Blue Devils drum and bugle corps. Oh well, yeah, that's nope. too bad. Um, let's talk about Tom King Phantasm uh, thing. Ooh. Yeah, that looks pretty. Yeah, cool. that's Batman, exciting. There, it does. There was the Batman Catwoman cover that was shown. Uh, she but awaits it, you. But then it turned out to not be the full death. cover. Yeah, it was the. It was there in the reflection of Phantasm's right. swing blade. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Tom King's getting a chance to finish his Batman story I'm, and. Sure starting with a new number one, like a new Batman Catwoman series like this. Um, it's such a cool way to differentiate it from the rest of his run. Is this a new Batman Catwoman volume? I, I, like, I has feel there like, been a I Batman like, Catwoman before? Okay. I feel like there's, there's a lot of potential for, because it's a, a new number one, that uh, more people might read it than like if it ended mm-hmm. up being Batman number 86. Part of the Batman, yeah, yeah. 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 And with the phantasm on the front cover, you know that's gonna grab yeah. people. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm pleasantly surprised at how little phantasm appears to be redesigned for comics. Yeah. Like the eyes and mask, like look exactly the same as just, they do on the. I, I, I mean, I mean, it's already perfect. I don't know what else you would do with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like it, it, it's it's a character that like is so fucking well known and yet has only appeared in <laughs> yes. a small handful of comics yeah. and never yeah. in the main continuity so it's yeah. like why would you why would you if you're bringing this well-known and respected character into uh, the the main continuity over 25 years after the fact like why would you even try to touch the design For sure it, <laughs> I guess so, people yeah. people know this yeah. and <laughs> and you're starting a new book keep with what people know yeah, and then they'll see it, it and they'll now. pick it up. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if it was different because we know like the DCAU can be adapted into the mainstream mm-hmm. universe. We've seen it with Harley Quinn. She has the same origin story mm-hmm. that she had in Mad Love and that works just as well. So I don't see any reason why Andrea Beaumont can't exist. And the they got the, what is it? She awaits you. Is that what it says? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. so that's just, Oh, the Phantasm's a girl, in case you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, it is 25 years old, or whatever. The, the I, uh, 26 like, years old. I think I've seen a lot of people are kind of concerned about the fact of it's like, oh, Bruce is with Catwoman again, but they're bringing in another love interest. Tom King's gonna bungle this one up. Uh, because, oh. like, there's, there's so many people that are mad about the wedding, and, like, I get it to an extent but i think the way that i look at it is is tom king has said from the start that he had you know a 100 issue story that he wanted to tell and i feel like that that's from what i've read that story ends with batman and catwoman together i mean that's why we got the batman catwoman story and so for him to have for him to do the wedding and for dc to like promote the shit out of it like they did and make it feel like it was the end-all be-all of like where this story was going i feel like ended up upsetting a lot of people more than if it was just like hey yeah it's the wedding but it's well, still the middle of the story are they upset because it 
didn't like the wedding didn't actually you know happen or are they upset because the idea of a wedding at all like well i so well, they promoted it really heavily with tie-in books and they did yeah. like a special hardcover okay. deluxe edition but did you really expect that batman was gonna get married i i like, i, 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 I <laughs> kind of yeah from, from what from what i've seen like that was the expectation of a lot of people um was for that didn't bother me i'll i'll tell you where tom king lost me is the the arc after that there were a lot of really good issues but it was um part of this nightmares story arc where it just went each issue was totally different than the one that came before hmm. and it was just because batman was in this repeated nightmare scenario and i remember looking on instagram um because tom king will like post i'm not on twitter but so he'll like post his <laughs> tweets and stuff on there sometimes if there's like a good question or response mm-hmm. and somebody asked him like hey i'm following your batman run but i don't know what's happening anymore can you like oh yeah no me? i saw yeah you showed us that i think and then he just like yeah oh well and he's like what's gonna it's happen. a nightmare yeah. sequence bane's uh manipulating yeah. everything batman's might be going crazy and i was like oh okay yeah cool nightmare sequence yeah Yeah, that makes a lot of sense but it's because that it's been so like rambly and all over the place that it's like a lot of people are getting kind of frustrated with it um the last two issues for me too especially when he punches tim drake out that is where you kind of lost me a bit i was like why why are we gonna punch out my favorite robin so i i not canon. I haven't. I haven't seen people <laughs> upset about the nightmare thing. I've just seen the the wedding thing. So that's it's uh, just Ted. That's interesting. I mean, I mean, like I'm sure. I'm sure there could be uh, a little bit. And of I've both. enjoyed some of the nightmare stuff. I did like the, the two issues in particular. The one where the question is interrogating Catwoman was really awesome. And then there was another one that flashed back to the um, bachelorette party. Yeah, where Lois and Catwoman go off to the Fortress of Solitude and get really drunk off superman's collection of wine and it was a really funny read yeah so. but um so so i did uh i did i did have a conversation with a with a fan on twitter earlier and he was uh like when he said that he doesn't like tom king's writing i was like well i think it'll be fine like because we were talking about the batman catwoman thing and like he brought up the uh the punching out tim drake thing and to me going back to when i started reading comic books was around the time of the bruce wayne murderer bruce wayne fugitive thing i, I feel yeah, like yeah. i've probably mentioned this by before. ed brubaker and yeah. uh and so that came to uh, a head in batman number 600 um where they're all in the uh they're they're all in the, the bat cave the whole bat family and everything and um there's there's everyone's just like bruce you got to turn yourself in and batman's like no fuck you guys like i'm gonna do what i need to do to actually figure out the the situation and it it leads to a fight between him and nightwing where like they're punching the shit out of each other and so to me as long as i've been reading batman comics like there's been precedence for him to fight someone within the bat family and you know sure give him give him a big old punch so for him hitting tim drake it, it doesn't come off yeah like it does it doesn't it doesn't come off <laughs> a, as as something that's too far out of character because in both situations there's someone behind the scenes pulling the strings and calling the shots and batman is not in control of anything that's going on and and mm-hmm. for batman being as meticulous as he is i can understand uh the frustration that comes from not being in control and not knowing what the fuck is going on 
and, and lashing out because of it. So it it just I I feel like it makes sure. sense. Absolutely, Batman yeah. slapping Robin across the face in those memes all the time. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> That's right. There's also I was That's thinking right. with with the wedding specifically. The reason I asked if people are upset about the wedding in general is because. There was the whole time when Spider-Man got married to Mary Jane and stayed married for years. And then eventually they realized like, oh, we can't do as interesting stories with Spider-Man not having anywhere really to go with his relationship. So he just they just retconned everything back to how it used to be like. And DC does that mm-hmm. every couple of years. So even if Batman did get married, like he was not going to stay married for very long. For sure. I, th- <laughs> so I, think, I, I, never... I think at the same time, there was like, uh, uh, as the Batman wedding, there was an X-Men wedding going on and both got cold. Right, you're so, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, oh, really? People were probably oh. upset about that. But speaking of X-Men, going to the yes. next piece of news, yes. the, uh, the, the team of X-Men, the animated series, has voiced oh, yeah. that they are interested in approaching Disney for a revival of the show. That's right. Uh, That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's not very promising, especially the way you just <coughs> described it. Like they're interested in approaching Disney about the idea of doing. Like, sure, very, like, it's a, an I officially licensed okay. comic that has resurrected a lot, like what we're doing for Legacies. The it's like a team that does the same animation art style yeah in the so, book, so but X-Men, it's like the X-Men, X-Men 92 animated, yeah. just a just a few years yeah, ago yeah. um brought back that world um which canonically that world is the world of the x-men tv shows and the spider-man tv show the other the other marvel shows at the time canonically aren't linked uh <laughs> despite the fact that there's a lot of like weird crossover stuff but so it's it's those two shows um are linked and and the team like, like there's been within the last few years there's been obvious like uh interest in revising it at least in print so i could see it i could see it coming back um from what i've it's been so long since i've watched the show but like every time that i try to go back to it it just feels really dated so i don't know it's i don't clunky, know it, but yeah it's i don't know if bad. it's worthwhile uh, from what I've heard, it gets worse as it goes on. Like the lat, really. <laughs> well, so so from what I understand, up until uh, they do the Phoenix Saga, it's decent yeah. for the time, and then the season after that is just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Okay. So, <laughs> so I don't. I don't I thought I was going to end with the Phoenix Saga, just like they always do. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if it's if it's worthwhile to bring back or not. But uh, either way. Um, maybe that'll give us a chance to finally if it does come back that'll give us a chance to like start going over the marvel animated universe and make content on that yeah no yeah, i'd love to do that at some point because i'm i've always been interested in i watched the, the spider-man cartoon a lot when i was a kid but i never like got into it mm-hmm. as much as these as the dc shows but like I had the. I had a few on VHS. I had the yeah, Daredevil. I had the I, symbiote VHS. Yeah, they they yeah. only they only <laughs> ever released a couple of them on VHS. I don't I don't yeah. even I don't even think that uh, the full series is on DVD. Um, I no, do know I that so. like back in 2012, Marvel had all uh, of their like old cartoons like to stream for free on their website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I that oh, wow. that was around the time that I had uh, that I had moved back in with my mom. And so I didn't have any friends. I was like, oh, sweet. Marvel has the entire Spider-Man show up. Like, let's watch it. And it held up. I, I mean, 
we're we're seven years after the fact, so I don't know sure. I don't know if it still holds up mm. to today. But I know in 2012, like 20 years removed from its origins, it was still pretty good. So <laughs> the Spider-Man cartoon nice. ha- is awkwardly animated in that it never looks like the people are actually saying what they're saying. Like I don't know if it's well, that's because that's because nine thing? times out of ten the dialogue is in Peter Parker's head. <laughs> Well, <laughs> okay, but I'm just talking about like I don't know, Kingpin will be in a scene and he'll be like, it'll look like it was an anime that they dubbed over, but it was made in English, as far as I know. So I don't know why it looks like that, but it's always bewildering to me. Those, but I had the Spider-Man cartoon maker, it. you know. I made oh, some I my too. own Spider-Man cartoons. All, 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 all those, <laughs> all those studios movies. were yeah. really weird with their animation. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, but on still on the uh, still on the topic of Marvel. Um, that Avengers game from Square Enix. Yes, yeah. the trailer looks really fucking good. Um, I'm not sure. Good I'm not sure. I'm not word. sure if you guys noticed, but that that crystal in it that's definitely a Terrigen crystal. So there's gonna be Inhumans. Oh, um, no, I don't even know what that is. See, I it's thought the, the trailer crystal. looked really bad. For <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I think I, I think the like, the these slight moments. Off. The slight They're moments not, where you yeah. get the like third person view where you're the Hulk playing smashing things uh, like that, that stuff cool. looks cool. But yeah, yeah I agree yeah. that like I don't know Thor and Captain America specifically are like, what am I looking at? Who is like? No, it's just it's so problem. close to the MCU, but just make it the MCU yeah. or don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I mean, I can, I can so understand that, that they don't have to pay for likeness, like so they don't. Have to yeah, pay maybe for their mm-hmm. likeness rights. So they made them look specifically just off just and barely off. different. Yeah, there. I do. I do think that it's there the was the uncanny a, valley of the MCU. I, I do think there was a little uh, clunkiness in the, the the character designs, but I do. I, I did like it's all their stunt doubles. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did like. I did like their design for Banner and their their Iron Man didn't yeah. bug me too much. So. Yeah, he's cool. I don't know. He looks good. He has a he has like different personality, but it doesn't have to always be Robert Downey Jr. Do you so. think this version of the Avengers will be in uh, Kingdom Hearts Four? <laughs> doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> but there are there there are rumors though that this connects to um, the Spider Man PS4 game. Uh, mm. They they've they've stated that PS4 is getting like an exclusive something. Uh, Wasn't the Avengers Tower in the PS4? The Marvel PlayStation universe, universe, MPSU, something like that. The Marvel Portland State University. But um, (laughs) all right, we we should we should move on. (laughs) A couple, a couple more um, small, small comic book uh, speed round, speed round. Uh, Dial H for Hero and Wonder Twins are both being extended uh, to twelve issue runs. Um, I didn't realize they were limited. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it either. But I saw the creators talking about it on Twitter today. So that's the thing. That's good. Um, yeah. If I knew they were yeah. limited, I probably would have been picking them up uh, in, yeah, instead of trade yeah. waiting on them. Because I've been reading Naomi and Young Justice. I wanna. I wanna read Young Justice. What can you tell me about the Teen Lantern? I, I, ha- I, I have I have art of the Teen Lantern now hanging up in my house. Thank you. To She's that. a hacker. You she do, hacked yeah. the power battery. Thank you to that green made her own ring uh, by Twitter. hacking the energy. But uh. We've also got a uh, the JSA is confirmed to be returning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. And it was then, a long time. And uh, a series written by Scott Snyder, or I don't know if it's a new series, but he's definitely bringing the JSA into the Justice League series. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't read past the headline. I just saw that they were returning. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's definitely Scott Snyder writing them. He might even be spinning them off into their own book. I'm not sure yet. 
And then we have uh, Brian Michael Bendis is teasing the DC Millennium thing that yes. he's working on mm-hmm. uh, with some Batman we'll more about stuff. that. Yeah, it's um, just like we'll a page more about of that Batman tomorrow. action. Oh, well, <laughs> tomorrow, so, as this in episode is out. Three days ago, yeah. As in Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah three days ago is the episode area. <laughs> and then... But yeah, Batman Beyond's in it. Supergirl's a big character. He's been teasing a lot of interesting stuff for Millennium. DC already had an event called Millennium in the 80s. It was when... Um, Superman turned the gold? The Manhunters. The Manhunters invaded. Like, no man escapes the Manhunters. Yeah. Like, Wally West's dad was a manhunter in disguise. Hmm. The last yeah. The last piece of news that I have isn't related hmm. to well. isn't related to anything comic booky, but it is kind of in the YouTube sphere of things. Um, uh-huh. they so so it's been confirmed that Bo Burnham is writing songs for a Sesame Street film. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh I, I, I well, they, they've had those before. Ha, ha, they, have they had Sesame Elmo Street films? Gra- they've they've had Elmo and Grouchland. Yeah, plenty. Uh, I, knew, I knew they did. I knew they did Muppets films that had some Sesame Street characters. The Muppets. Yeah, there's, there's there's Elmo and Grouchland. Yeah. Uh, was there also mm-hmm. like the that Elmo a, movie or something like that? There was like another one. Mm. I gotta remember. I've the seen them all. <laughs> Sesame Street movies. Uh, Count them. One well, I'm movie. sure. Ha, I think ha. there's probably a lot of directed two video movies. Ha, ha, ha. Well, that's three movies. <laughs> <laughs> you need to shut up. <laughs> Either way, I'm really interested uh, in it. Um, Bo Burnham seems like a really nice guy. I remember uh, back like early days of YouTube, him making the "I'm Bo Yo" and all of that. I still haven't gotten to see Eighth yeah. Grade yet, but I heard a lot of good about it. Um, I've always been a big Muppets fan, and so Sesame Street is tangentially related, uh, meaning that they're canon to each other. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> they're they're adjacent. They're, they're, they're adjacent. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I feel I feel like uh, the the most recent uh, Muppets movie was kind of a miss. What was it like? Muppets Most Wanted. But I feel like they haven't yeah. done anything big with Sesame Street in a while. Like, I didn't even realize they had done anything big. It's still on HBO, I think, Sesame Street. Well, I'm talking about as far as uh, in, in the movie world. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, so I'm interested I'm interested to see what's going on. Because I imagine if you're not making Sesame Street movies on the regular, and then all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. deciding to make one, it's because you've got a good story. Sure. Or or if you're HBO and you don't have $14 million to throw at every Game of Thrones episode anymore, throw it at Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Apparently, Elmo and Grouchland was released the same year as Muppets from Space, and so that means there were basically two Muppet movies that year. Huh. Wow. Interesting facts for you on the 12th level intellects today. There's, uh, what was the <laughs> thing, what were you just saying? So, uh... <sighs> there we go that's exactly <laughs> adjacent yes uh my cameraman brian uh, who works on my movie with me he is he whatever i think he watched the will at canon for fatal five even though he didn't watch the movies so he just enjoyed watching me or whatever but he like the part where i just explained the word adjacent 
he <laughs> really latched onto that. So anytime that I say adjacent in another video, he'll just send me a Snapchat of him watching that part of the video and then he'll flip the camera to his face and he's just got a giant smile as he's staring at the camera and that's all that it is. But I just always know that's so what he's So in other words, you're me. expecting one of those after <laughs> this goes. Well, I don't know if he listens to this, but I'll at least direct him to this part of it. So if you're listening, Brian, I hate you and I want I wish that you would go away and I die. wish you would be adjacent to but, me. But but only only that one Brian. If there are any other Brian's listening, uh yeah. meet me around back in a little bit. No, I hate all Brian's. <laughs> Anyone named Brian can go get out of my get out way. Anyway. All right, let's talk about Dark Fina X. Dark Fini X. Well, I'm uh, Harry Potter so, and the Order. So because I think, we must. I I I, I want to say uh, to to start this off, there was a quote in the movie that I feel like uh, described the movie. Described yes, described the movie. Um, <laughs> I think I might know which one. Yeah. You're so talking so about, but so I I, I actually like I was so bored with the movie that I actually like had my phone open the whole time and was taking notes. <laughs> um, and then and then it I thought gets, about doing that. It gets to uh, it gets to a part where they're trying to to track down Jean Grey, and Magneto says, "You're always sorry, Charles." And there's always a speech, but no one cares anymore. <laughs> and, and and I just yep. put I just put, like, up and there's I speech. just put in my notes right after that. I said, "Yeah, you're not kidding." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, 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 the, the whole movie was just. It, it, the the thing you expect, such a yeah. whimper for this yeah, series. I know, it was I know. really sad. The, I, well, the okay. So the <laughs> for some reason they feel like they felt like they needed to do the Phoenix story again. Now, it was but, Simon Kin, Kinberg who wrote the script and okay. directed this film. This is the first one he ever directed. Okay. Now he also wrote The Last Stand, oh. where they did do it again. So it's uh-huh. the same writer on both movies. Okay. This guy worked on Apocalypse. Yeah. Simon Kinberg's been on the X-Men movies for... So I feel like if they're going to do it again, why just fuck it up again? Why don't you just try to do it? I mean, I guess maybe it's impossible to do a direct adaptation because of how long it is. Like, it can't be just one movie or something. But, like, I mean, I, I barely cared the first time, and I knew Jean Grey for two movies before mm-hmm. that. This time it's like... She's kind of in apocalypse, and now I'm supposed to care about her like she's a main character. So to me, <laughs> right? To me, the movie felt as if they decided, like they they had they took Scott's not Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder's uh, <laughs> grim dark sensibilities without his sense of action and or artistry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so and so the whole thing just felt like I I I, I have in my notes. There was not a single moment of joy in the entire movie. Yeah, there was no I guess, levity. I, I guess think there like were five, there what were about times so, what about so, the party? Yeah, so, on X Mansion yeah. and Dazzlers so doing was, her whole thing. Really I was like, that's cool. There was, well, so there was <laughs> like, yeah. So like after I wrote that down, I was like, no, wait. There's that five second cameo of Dazzler, but like the the entire scene is just is is well, surrounded there's... by more angst, and, and on that scene. <laughs> Why is like is Storm like specifically supposed to be stationed next to the drinks all night so that she can provide ice? <laughs> yes, I need ice. Like, God damn it, not again. Like, yeah. like that's so this stupid. This is all I'm one woman for, ice yeah. machine. <laughs> like, like, where's I also Ice Man? Dumb yeah, where's that, Bobby? Like, yeah. Well, so Storm obviously has more powers than 
make a blizzard, but that's what 90% of she, what she does in the movie. And then she shoots a lot of lightning. Yeah. She okay. shoots enough lightning too. I did. Yeah. I did think about uh, like, you know what happens to a weird frog alien when it gets struck by lightning? <laughs> like she's, she does a toad and then she does a weird frog right, alien in this right. movie. The same thing that happens to everything else. Um, But so she, Storm is, was introduced as this version of her in Apocalypse as like a, whatever um like middle eastern country that they were in um and horsemen yeah yeah but she and so she's like again just like jean gray you're supposed i guess you're supposed to have an attachment to her because of like the halle berry version because of the other version of her so she's played off as such like a key player and like she's a teacher at the end of the movie she's teaching like a chemistry class or something and it's like with you just with her met this 17 year old yeah you just met this teenager in in yeah, saudi arabia like <laughs> or, or, i don't know i guess i guess yeah you're right years. yeah i guess there is supposed to be like another decade which is, is I thought was really, I, I, it's close. I, I, I know it goes like 60s in first class. Well, let, let's, and let's, let's 70s say or not 70s and about, Days of Future Past. Let's past. not talk about Well, I know we're not talking, yeah, not another timeline stuff. I'm just saying, yeah, for for X-Men for example, so complicated. The, they start off in the 70s and then uh, uh, Professor X looks yeah. exactly the same Can we in the 90s. Can we talk about <laughs> the major character death? Because, th- so mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting this film this is to all lead spoilers, up to... Yeah to the original x-men film i was kind of thinking maybe it'll all come full circle in a way in a you way silly like it person. never it never really yeah i know obviously <laughs> asking too much um but there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that means that can never really yeah. happen you know um one of the main things being the death of mystique um yeah very early on who informs like the rest of the film it's like gene gray is responsible for killing off raven who's jennifer lawrence's version of mystique and then that is kind of starts her whole journey into losing the trust of the X-Men. I'm pretty yeah. sure that there was Jennifer Lawrence uh, strain with the movies. Like she really didn't want to be involved anymore kind of a thing. Yeah. And when, so um, like, because there was a thing when she was in Apocalypse where she was just like, didn't want to sign on for that one even. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they probably killed her off on purpose in the event that they did yeah. make more of these. <laughs> you don't have to be in this yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's okay. I just, we'll just do it real quick. I, I, I think I think it was pretty obvious that she didn't want to be there. Um, yeah, she like, was like, phoning it in like the well, whole time. Well, not e- not even was she phoning it in, but like uh, her makeup felt a hell of a lot like <laughs> lesser than less it detailed, has in the less, past. Yeah, I haven't watched Apocalypse, but mm-hmm. like I've seen like side by side by uh, side pictures of her from like one movie to the next, and it it, it it's it's like obviously she didn't want to sit there and, and be covered in the makeup yeah uh compared to the original x-men movies especially there's a lot more thought and love put into her and especially like in this one the most you ever see of her blue fate is just her face like she doesn't <laughs> she never does the full body did thing you notice or there are three blue members of the x yeah i did i did notice nightcrawler yes. beast because there was a kid in the cool. crowd that was like i have a blue face i'm like Half of you. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what? Nightcrawler was introduced in Apocalypse, right? Yes. Was yes. there X, was the X Men two this version of Nightcrawler? <laughs> right? <laughs> was there was there any explanation as to why his mouth his Mystique's son? 
But was there any explanation yes. to why his mouth has to hang open like 97% of the time? Because it's <laughs> so distracting. That, I, guess. I feel like yeah. the guy who plays Nightcrawler, like I was like I was kind of on board with him, but the just his mouth being open the whole time and like the it felt like he has like the fake Halloween vampire teeth just kind of shoved in <laughs> yeah. his mouth. Mm, and the, he can't close his mouth. And yeah. the, the entire time That's probably the it. The entire time that I'm looking at him, I'm just like, this is taking me out of everything. Like Yeah. He had two of my two of the most interesting moments in the movie for yeah, me, I think. I thought but, so too. Because one for one, like you were talking about there's no there's no levity really, there's no funny stuff. I think the only time I actually went <laughs> was when uh, Nightcrawler teleports the chick off the train and then teleports away and then the train hits her. Like, that was... Oh, yeah. okay. That was, that was an that okay was badass. moment. We'll see. So, um, so I thought that was... And then he... I thought that... That whole train fight was really I, fun. I thought... The train fight felt like a completely fucking different movie. But, uh... It should it have been the reshot. climax. Yeah, it, it should was, have been, like... Yeah. The second act fights. It was a reshot ending of the movie. Originally, the ending was supposed to be oh. in space, and they reshot it to be on a so train. The, 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 one, the <laughs> one part where he teleports the lady out, I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. But at the same time, it was just like everything else in this movie has just been so downbeat that I'm just like, yeah. I could get on board with this, but it's just more fucking. Well, and why, shit, dude. why did I got he a get question. so. M- I got a question for both okay. of you. Wait, real quick. What's the why name did... of the villain? <laughs> <laughs> what's her uh, name what's jessica chastain's character yeah i i, I couldn't you don't know, know. what's mystique's <laughs> name what's mystique's name for that raven. <laughs> they never say mystique raven. they just say raven the whole movie yeah oh, that's fair yeah but but we don't know the villain's name we don't know the <laughs> alien species name so, yeah like, right. speaking we don't know we they're just none of us speaking know. of names <laughs> speaking of names though fucking what really got under my skin was scott going up to gene and being like have you heard what all the kids are calling you they're calling you phoenix like the bird that comes back right and then and and then like and then later like we see the the cosmic force like going into gene and it's just like oh it kind of looks like a bird and then later at the end we see like the phoenix like flying over things and it's like oh it's really convenient that they're calling her the thing that 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 looks like the thing that none of them have seen Uh uh-huh you know (laughs) my it's just so fucking my head canon is she goes off at the end of the film and flies into a volcano and becomes a legendary pokemon is it becomes the thing that you see in fantasia so did anyone did anyone else get to the end of the movie and think did they just do i did get dark knight rises (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking too i was expect- i was expecting her to be at a table across the way and they would like uh-huh. nod at each other and then i was expecting i was expecting for alfred to show up yeah it was music or, uh, by Hans zimmer Hugh which Jackman. i thought was weird because Hans zimmer has said that uh-huh. he'll he wasn't going to do a superhero movie again after batman vs superman um but then he hmm. just did this one like I'll, I'll come back for dark phoenix that's the one i can tell this is something special <laughs> um i found jessica chastain's character's name on imdb it's Vuk. <laughs> what is it v-u-k vuk or vuk vuk or something vuk. <laughs> vuk. <Yeah>. to ted's <laughs> never would have known that to ted's point just then though like why wasn't hugh jackman in this like hugh jackman has been in all of these, except well, because like Logan was his yeah, like done. final right, which is Logan in the other X Men. So apparently, it's in nothing. <laughs> uh, 
apparently, like, there's been official word that it's a completely alternate universe altogether. Mm-hmm. Which, like, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Which makes sense with Professor X being... But, like, the Wolverine <laughs> took place after Last Stand, and Professor X is back at the end of that. <laughs> He's like, you're not the only one with gifts who can speaking, rebuild themselves. Speaking of Professor X, though, did he not have a serum that allows him to walk? He did, but he had to... There was some reason. I was trying to remember that, too. There he was some reason... Movie. No, in Days of Future well, Past, th- that he was a walk. forced by and then he get... Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, he walked he... all the way up those stairs. Yeah, yeah that w- I was actually that I, I also laughed at that. Scene. I, like, 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 I, I, was, I was just sitting. I was just sitting there, like it, it, it. The whole thing's like I can't walk, and it's just like, well, you had that serum a while ago, and like even if they explain it away, the fact of the matter is they've made the serum before it could be made again. Mm-hmm. I think I think I remember now. I think it was that he, he could walk, take watch, it, walk. He could take it and walk, but he couldn't use his powers if he did that or something like that. Uh, one or I'm, the other. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's what it was. Either, but also that just made me think about how Days of Future Past is a much better finale to the x-men movies than this is or any of them yeah like i wish it had just ended there um apocalypse in this movie add nothing to the like oh well those movies were bad but at least they had this cool moment like nope they're just (laughs) not necessary i was looking into it you know after like this movie came out and hellboy earlier this summer when superhero movies like this flop people like to point fingers and figure out where the blame happens and stuff sure and um this one it like you said it had all the reshoots there at the end they completely changed the ending yeah um to be a totally different set piece so that might have been that but like apocalypse had so many like blame game moments and what's weird is that that was the end of everyone's contracts like for james mcavoy and Mm -hmm. um, michael fassbender they didn't have to come back for dark phoenix their contracts were over with apocalypse but they all wanted to come back to the mm. and do this film and convince simon kinberg to actually be the one to direct it because i'm pretty sure he must have written the script as like oh maybe people will come back we've got yeah. the script i don't know maybe we'll do one more and they all agreed to do one more and it still did not turn out well like i heard on apocalypse it was because like oscar isaac said it was such a chore to make that film like like he recently mm-hmm. did an interview and said it was not a pleasurable experience <laughs> And Brian Singer, who directed the film, would like just not come to set when he <laughs> didn't feel like it. And then, like, they, I th- I'm pretty sure that's when Simon Kinberg started filling in to direct. Okay. Like, it's just when Brian Singer didn't show up for the. So day. It's, just a, it's just a mess. It's a mess. Like, yeah. It's a mess. And it's like, that's uh, Brian Singer's got his own problems. We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing with. Uh, the I think a lot of these X Men movies. Well, I guess the ones following like the main storyline. I'm not talking about the Wolverine movies and stuff, mm-hmm. but but is that they are like they're so they hinge so hard for whatever reason on stuff that Endgame and like Avengers movies hinge on in the right moments of like look, it's Magneto's helmet. Oh my God! Not no way, Magneto's helmet. 
It's like you do you this same in every other movie. Yeah, you do this every movie. You say, "Look, it's Magneto's helmet." So it's like, yeah, cool. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> like that, that's part. I don't know. They think that you care. I guess is the problem. So I was more <laughs> excited for the end, where it's like, "Oh, it's their chess." Oh, set. the movie's over. They're playing chess <laughs> together. Yeah, oh, I, I feel like yeah. they must have added. I feel like they went and filmed that and added it on to the end once they knew that they uh, weren't right. being bought by Disney or something, because yeah. it felt very like we have to end it because this the last one but the the whole movie is already filmed so <laughs> yeah it's a it's a movie it's going uh, going back to the character designs because i know i already trashed uh j law's makeup yes. and, uh-huh. and nightcrawler's teeth why why does scott's visor never work in, in <laughs> like in film it, it, it always just looks so bad it's very big it's very poofy it, i feel yeah. i feel like i feel like what usually makes it work in animation and the comics is it had he's got that mask that kind of kind of goes up yeah. the side of his face or even covers like the top of his head right and, and here it's just like really big thick well, cuz in like in real life you have to you have to Levar go Burton in the yeah, next generation but that's the thing is like his doesn't his isn't flush with his face it's just a big bar across his uh-huh. eyes whereas this like if you see cyclops in real life if there's any gap at all fr- around his eyes you're going to be like oh lasers lasers will be coming out though so they have to like just yeah. have this such a puffy big two thing. Eyes. yeah <laughs> sure but if it but like if you've got to do that just go ahead and do, do the like, whole mask the, yeah. parts of the mask which, around which, it that way like it doesn't look as, as like yeah that was another i guess they should have done the blue suit they should have done the 90s well that's they did they did some stuff at the end of apocalypse the last like two shots of the movie is just like look we're finally the x-men here's us in all of our unique colorful costumes and then they sort of had those for the first 10 minutes of the movie of this movie and then they just abandoned they just abandoned yeah on an airplane was it right yep yep (laughs) and what happened and you fell asleep um nope Oh. My, I, I arrived at my flight and, and I didn't you stop watching it. <laughs> but so they, they have the they had the colorful X Men costumes. They wear them for ten minutes, and the rest of the movie they're in trench coats and clothes, just like they are every other movie. Bringing bringing up that point though, like it makes me even more upset with this movie because it's around the time X Men the animated series yeah. was airing. They should have gone with those suits. Full nineties, uh-huh. yeah. There was not. I liked at least that they didn't shove the '90s in your face, Captain Marvel style. Like they weren't like, "Guess what? It's blockbuster." The whole movie. <laughs> well, see, here's right. here's my thing. Here's my thing with them not doing that. What was the <laughs> of point being, of yeah, setting it in, in the, the 90s, '90s? Yeah. Like, why do why why have they been doing period yeah. pieces? Because <laughs> it's and before everything 2000? up a decade. When the if original not film gonna... came out, but it could have just been no, in the eighties again. I understand yeah. that, but but they could have stuck with yeah. the seventies this entire yeah. time, and yeah, 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 and like I, yeah, uh, no one would be asking about McAvoy, like, why has no one aged. McAvoy and Fassbender do not look like they're about to become no. Patrick Stewart. And Ian they're definitely lo- they definitely have aged since First Class. Like you can go back and watch them; they look way younger than that. But they're not thirty or forty years older than mm-hmm. they were in that movie. So yeah, nope. I think uh, the the 
the well do we i don't know how much we want to get in what do you want to talk the timeline maddie you had a specific timeline not yet, thing not okay, yet okay. um there, so but there was there was a i was thinking the whole movie about how i didn't like professor x as a character like he at the start of the movie he just says to gene gray like oh you're not broken uh, but actually i'm gonna fix your brain right now i'm gonna i'm gonna just put a bunch of stuff in your brain that'll keep you from being mad brain all the scaffolding. time yeah and then he and then the whole movie he's like trying to be like i was doing the right thing and he never like winds up realizing that he was wrong in fact gene gray forgives him at the end of the movie so it's just like he was just a, a dick i don't know <laughs> he didn't do a good so, thing that's what he did in the other movie too last stand same Did he? thing. I barely remember. Yeah. So <laughs> and I'll barely remember this movie too. I think before we before we get in the timeline stuff, uh, there are a couple like very small things that irked me. Uh, mostly just like small lines and stuff. But first of all, who was that president? Because yeah. in 1992, hmm. George Bush Senior is supposed to be the president, but that looked like Ronald Reagan or Nixon to me. Like I, I legitimately I think was, was googling president, fictional president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe McPresident. Yeah. After Days of Future Past, this is not the world we know. <laughs> I just, I don't. I, I, they could have at least given him a name. That way, people aren't sitting there like that. Doesn't look like George Bush. I think that was president. <laughs> President Hillary Clinton. Yeah, they just they, they just, called, just, him, they it, just yeah. called him Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, which like was was annoying to me. Uh, but the there so one of my first notes was oh yay voiceover with a black screen right, yeah. very big pseudo inspirational <laughs> nonsense. Yep. Like I, I get that they started uh, the original X Men yeah. that way, uh, but like. It, if you're going to mirror that, don't do it on such a bad Yeah, no, I had the same thought as it was happening. And then I thought, oh, no, it might be okay because this might transition into like showing DNA and then doing the X-Men theme song mm-hmm. intro like they do every other movie. And then it, and it just didn't. it just showed the title with like creepy sounds and then it went into the movie. There, we never, did you, got, I, did we you never notice- got the thing. Yeah. The title. So yeah. you know how like all the promotional material, it was the focus on the X at the yeah. end. The title in the film, the focus was on the O in Phoenix. And like the O there did like this weird little like circle huh. animation. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the well, whole time yeah, I'm like, the, what? What? Like, <laughs> the O stands for, the O stands for Origins Wolverine. The O stands for over. <laughs> um, <laughs> the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Secret so, oranges. So that, that line that when they got back from their space mission, and J-, J Law says, "Maybe you should call it the X Women because oh we're yeah. all the ones doing the work." Like I, I love uh, girl power moments, but that was so fucking bad. It was like uh, the I, well, I, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting. I, I so, uh, <laughs> go. You finish I don't your have, Did you? So I had listened to uh, the Tim Talk podcast this week because they were doing Zeta, and they ended it on their Dark Phoenix review. Oh. And like they talked specifically about that line, and I was just like, I don't know that. Like I get what what they're doing, but like they're they're when I heard them talking about, it, I was like, it can't be as bad as they're saying because they were like, it sounds like a dude bro writing for a, a woman. 
who doesn't yeah, yeah. know how a woman would talk. And then it got to that point, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, that's ex- that's so fucking like. It's not that it was like yeah, like you're you're right. It's not that it was a bad like idea <laughs> to say that. Like it's a good. It could have been like a oomph moment. Like it could have been heavy, but it. I I remember thinking as soon as I heard her say it, I thought in my head like, oh, I would have maybe written it as saying like, oh, you might think about, or or the way she said it was like, um, there's a lot of like the women are pulling a lot of the weight around here, so you might consider calling it the ex women instead of the ex men. Like it was just written really clunkily, and I thought to myself immediately like, 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 oh, I would have maybe said the girls are doing you know like use a different word than women twice in one sentence like so 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 <laughs> they, they they didn't even need to say it they could have said the women are pulling all the weight here maybe you should think about changing the name of the team yeah exactly like you wouldn't you would know exactly the same thing happened when the scene with the scene with uh magneto stops the helicopter blade and then it starts again and the dude's like stop that and he's like it's not me and then gene gray off screen says it's me and then you see her you could have just shown her you could have just shown her you didn't have to you didn't have to say it's me we know it's you (laughs) gene gray had one earlier where it's like that's not me like that that (laughs) was the thing throughout the movie was them being like it's not me i'm not doing that (laughs) who is it yeah but even 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 like with rewriting that line i still feel like it doesn't fit the moment because the think one? about the space think about the space mission yeah you had uh, uh you know storm kind of controlling things and you had mystique leading the team but not really doing anything yeah. but then you had nightcrawler teleporting in you had scott shooting his lasers out of that they have a fucking like scott laser cannon. yeah i thought that was yeah. kind of cool actually that was uh, cool. i like that too i i thought i thought it was ridiculous it was but that but, was that was good i don't know they way. need more stuff but, like, like that so yeah. they they had they had nightcrawler going in they had the scott laser cannon they had they had quicksilver, uh, quicksilver yeah. going in and Storm is the only girl who did anything, unless you count Mystique. Well, Jean Grey held the ship the together. Well, it was pretty yeah, even. So either, to be either way, it's a, it's a pretty even, yeah. like, like like displacement of, of, of work. And the as a result, the line doesn't yeah, it doesn't fit really fit at the, all the moment. Yeah, it it's. I and like I they're trying. I don't know. I didn't understand the whole point of trying to build the distrust between Mystique and Xavier because then she dies and it means nothing. And like because then because then it means so much more that Jean doesn't trust Xavier. Yeah, and it Ooh, also means spooky. so much more that Beast is now against him for twenty <laughs> minutes. I love I love the guy who plays Beast. I think he's a beautiful man. <laughs> I, I put that down in my Nicholas notes Holt. as soon as he's. As soon as he, as soon as he showed up in, in the in on screen, I was just like, I love him and I want to protect. Him. <laughs> want to he is my baby boy, <laughs> little blue kitty. Um, I was yes. I was happy with how tight Sophie Turner's shirts were most of the movie. That was pretty cool. Um, just throwing that out there. <laughs> I there was okay. Speaking so of misogyny, <laughs> another no, another line that pissed me off. Was when they specifically said first class. Yeah. Well, I wrote, uh-huh. I wrote down. I wrote down quick. Make them all think about a better movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking that when they said that, I had I had two thoughts. One was that now the title of that movie is like a canonical name that 
uh, in in universe like it wasn't just a name for like describing the movie it's now a thing mm-hmm. that they actually called themselves and then two it made me think that i thought the, you know, they were gonna pull a family guy and be like it's time to become superman for the quest for peace like they, they'll right. have to just keep saying like man what about all these days of future past going this on Phoenix here is dark <laughs> yeah. just, oh man we gotta stop the apocalypse <laughs> the x-men turn apocalypse. On the lights because we got a dark phoenix <laughs> what is this dark phoenix over here <laughs> there was there was also like the way that they that they resolved the everything from the movie was essentially phoenix just said oh yeah you're right i'm being a bad guy and i guess i should stop doing that yeah, and, and I mean, I, like, I thought there was no there was no weight to it. There was no like actual convincing. Yeah. There was no <clears throat> reason for her to to flip back. It, the whole thing just it, it just annoyed me so much. It's like you and then can, going. You can't win adapting this story because for one, in in X Men three, uh, every time I've watched that, which maybe is three times, three or four times, it's it's like they spend not enough time on Jean Grey for me to care when she dies. Like she comes back at the start of the movie. She's a completely different character. And then she's just like a Magneto henchwoman for most of the movie. And then she gets killed at the end. And then in this one, they spend way too much time on Jean Grey. And I care not at all because she's, she's shown to me as if she's as main of a character as like professor X and everything, even though she hasn't been in this version of her. Mm. So there's just no middle grounds that you can really find. I don't know. So I think the reason that it works better in X-Men three though, is because if we're being honest, the the X-Men movies from X-Men up until Logan Mm -hmm. essentially are, Wolverine, Wolverine yeah. story, and we come to care about Jean because we care about Wolverine, her, yeah, and Wolverine right. cares about her, and so we're able to get that not 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 a huge emotional attachment to her. She's still kind of like a cardboard cutout that's been slapped into the, someone else's story, yeah. but we're able to care about the situation she's in because we care about the people that care about her. Mm. Whereas here, we don't have that at all. I don't know if any of that was Cyclops, set up at all in Apocalypse. kind of. Scott Summers is kind of set up to be that character where every line he's got is like, Gene, what can yeah. I do to like... Like I love you, you know. Like right, but like I, I <laughs> but I didn't care about him either. So that yeah, didn't like well, and like that didn't transmit anything over to her. He's he's so okay. This I like ver- the actor. This... Okay, Ty Sheridan. He's sure, fine in the part. So okay, who <laughs> who is this movie for? Because. It's not for fans of the original X-Men movies because these are different characters and they're not portrayed the same and they're not money people. It's for Simon Kinberg. Yeah, okay. There you go. That's the fancy answer. All right. Got to direct it. it. He got to redo The Last Stand that he wrote. (laughs) It's for him. Jean Grey just destroying everyone by, by putting her hands up near them at the end was weird <laughs> like is like a, yeah. a thing that you didn't like suppose, it was it was the thanos snap yeah it was meant to be this super badass like, thing that she was doing yeah. and then it was just like 
so just I'm just glazed over eyes at this point. And there, I it also reminded me of, uh, well, no, say, say what you're going to say first, because what I'm about to say doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> oh, I, I guess I was just going to say, like, I think this film really took everyone who was a part of it by surprise in terms of how bad it was received. Like, because when they started doing the press tour and everything, you know, Dark Phoenix, it's like, this is Sophie Turner's movie. This yeah. is all about Jean Grey. Sophie Turner was just in the world's biggest TV show that just ended Game of Thrones, right? She was Sons of Stark. So she's riding on that, all that hype from the Game of Thrones as they're going on the press tour for Dark Phoenix. And like, yeah. by all, all of that should have put this movie like <clears throat> on the map. And it didn't. Well, I think <laughs> so. it's also, it didn't help that in my head, my most recent Sansa Stark experience was not a great one. Like <laughs> I, if this had come out between the last couple seasons, I think maybe it would have been a bigger deal, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the two year gap or whatever. But now it was just like, oh, well, I didn't really like her character last season, so I don't like her here either. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but what I, what I was going to say about um, the, her doing the, the turning people to ashes thing is we had a my friends and I in high school had an inside joke sort of thing about we would play in the pet band at basketball games. And every time that we wanted the opposing team to miss the shot they were about to take, uh, my friend Will, who played the Batman board game with us, he would just reach his hand out in a stopping hand motion and go, don't. And then that person somehow mm. would always miss the shot when he would do this. We'd like talk about how he has it's like some sort of psychics. Will. Yeah. yeah, he's the Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So she at the end of the movie, I was just laughing because she's running around going, don't, and person would turn to Ash, and don't, and the person would turn to Ash. So that's pretty good. Back, back on, on, since we're on the end of the movie, Steve, yeah. the, the, there was the, the whole, your emotions make you weak. Oh. No, dun, dun, they dun, 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 me Yeah, it, it took so long but to get to that fucking, line. Fucking... Literally, the only emotion in you yeah, is anger. It's yeah. just angst. And also, that was not a thing. That wasn't like a callback to anything from earlier in the movie that I could remember. Like, usually that's some sort of moment where it's like, oh, it's the thing they said at the start or something. But like, you know, it would have been, it would have made more sense maybe if the bad guy had said like, you're broken or something. And then she could be like, no, I'm not broken. You know, whatever. Like, call call back to something uh, earlier. Don't just say a thing because it sounds slightly cool. Like, there's no punch behind it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, the last the last couple notes I have yes. um, before we get into the timeline stuff is they used their one f bomb. Yeah. What the hell? That was so weird. It was so. Hey, where out of was place. it? I didn't catch it. He it said, was... "If you touch her, I'm gonna fucking kill you." Cyclops said that Ooh. to Magneto. And it was not, it didn't, I was so like, what the, what is happening? <laughs> like, it wasn't, I don't know, it was really bizarre. Oh, <laughs> it was, it was very just out of the blue. Yeah. Um, but there was that, it took an hour to get to Michael Fassbender. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, I, 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 like, I mean, maybe a little bit less depending on how long the trailers were, but I looked down at my phone and I was like, oh, it's already like 1.30 and the movie started at 12.20. I also, okay. I laughed at when he showed up because I could tell that they spent whatever, most of their budget for special effects on the Jean Grey Phoenix, like, swirly Captain Marvel looking mm-hmm. kind of fiery stuff because like there she goes to the Magneto like brotherhood camp or whatever and you know she's standing there and then Magneto 
just he like he's a fucking like gumby he just floats off the <laughs> thing toward her and then he lands and he's he transitions into michael fassbender as he's landing and it just looks so bad i don't know <laughs> why <What? My, laughs> last, last last thing yeah uh, last like it's two okay. two very small things. okay nothing in this movie matters at all yep <laughs> period that's all there is to it and in the in the the while the trailers were going i wrote down hobbs and shaw looks much more than this movie is about it to does be. it really does and yeah, so does. and so and so does stuber oh yeah and both that of okay. those yeah. both of those trailers the lady right stuber. in front of me because there was there were only like five of us in the theater. The lady right in front of me was just like, "Oh, that looks interesting." Yeah, <laughs> both times. Yeah, the, they <laughs> showed a trailer for that uh, Christian nice. Bale Ford racing mo- race car movie. Also, I can't oh, remember yeah, what yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. I Ford didn't, I didn't Ford see V that. Ferrari right. or something. And the right, guy, right. yeah, the guy, the only other people in the theater with me at the time, it said like, "Oh, we should go see that." and but didn't say it they were leaving dark phoenix going like i i don't know it was okay i guess (laughs) (laughs) but there was a the woman in the theater when i saw it and it chapter two played and uh, she was like i am not gonna go see that (laughs) That and another guy with her was like well i already saw the first one so i have to (laughs) i have to yeah <laughs> that's how I that's how I felt with all the, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. I've seen the first one, so I need to just <laughs> yeah, go to the next one. I will say that at the end of the movie, the last like ten minutes or so, so like mid train fight through the end of the movie, there was this guy that showed up maybe halfway through the movie. I was mostly by myself in the theaters. That one family I talked about, and then this guy showed up about halfway through, and he reeked of beer. And then he sat down and popped a can of something open. I can only imagine another beer. That was uh, you. Yeah, that was <laughs> we me. We saw the same movie. That was okay. me. <laughs> I was talking about myself. Yeah, that I was me, and that was you. <laughs> but so he 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 did that, and then the last ten minutes of the movie, I'll I'll give you my experience. So he had a bag. He had a bag that he had his beer in, like a crinkly Safeway bag or something. And then the last ten minutes of the movie was just. Gene! 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 <laughs> so like, and I kept turning to him and I, I almost said, nice crinkly bag you got there, but it was like the movie was ending, so I just decided not to And care. it was also Dark Phoenix. It, was like Dark <laughs> it really Phoenix. was. I didn't Probably care sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God I can't hear most of the dialogue. So... <laughs> I just wanted to do that little bit there. Now you can say your last thing, man. <laughs> so, well, I think I think I think we're to the point where we've got to talk about the timeline. Okay, yeah. let's try to keep it less oh, than ten quick, minutes. If quick you can. timeline question for you. Uh, A quick timeline question. That do you want to put this question out now, or do you want to wait until I say what it? I say in case it gets answered? Um, go ahead and get started because I'm trying to remember what it was now. It's okay. Oh wait, no, I got it. I got it. Okay, so, so okay. 
Jean Grey, right? No, this is like her very beginning, right? Her childhood. Okay, okay, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Are you gonna talk about that? Maddie has a point because we see her childhood in other movies, right? This okay, is what go. I'm talking about. All right, go I'm ahead. Not even listening to you right now. Okay, okay. so James, go ahead, clip this yes, out, uh-huh. put it as an extra video. <laughs> have people wondering why we have an X Men video on on our DCAU channel? None of that Marvel shit. Get to this. That's right. Someone said that on my graphic content. This movie does not make sense um so so jean gray jean gray is an eight-year-old in 1975 yes this means that she would have been born in 1967 okay okay which is before which is before the the days of future past thing happens and 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 so that means she should be born in 1967 in both time okay and the the X-Men The Last Stand, her as a kid, is in 1982. But interestingly enough, interestingly enough, she is an adult in 1983 in Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, we're only like, what, 17 years or so after the fact of her being an eight-year-old. So she's 25 here in the in dark phoenix, dark phoenix. but okay. she was also but she was also an adult in apocalypse which is in 1983 but she was only eight years old in uh yes in in the so it none of that makes sense <laughs> i can concede that perhaps she is born in 1967 in both timelines uh because the actress who played her in 1982 scene is 14 years old so maybe there's enough wiggle room to be like are you talking about in x3 in yeah in x3 the last day so maybe there's there's so maybe there's enough wiggle room for that to work but then she should be a fucking child in apocalypse None of it makes any goddamn it's, sense. Well, they it's, are teenagers uh, in Apocalypse. They're like young. They're supposed to be younger teenagers, whereas now they are in their mid twenties. Sure, but like, cat, you gotta pick I, in or out, dude. In or out. This is end, this is this end, is one of the, Keep them this in. is one of the problems with these movies jumping decades. Is that. Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy and, and the guy who plays Beast haven't <laughs> aged but like eight years yeah. in a 30-year span. But then we're here seeing Jean Grey aged 17 years. Sure. Mm-hmm. In, but this in is, as much and Tim Drake possible. is all, and, still 13 in The Return and, of the Joker flashback. And yet, and yet, <laughs> and yet she hasn't aged since Apocalypse. And it just, it doesn't make any sense. How this movie, this movie shouldn't exist. The timeline is broken. <laughs> this and, movie shouldn't and, exist. <laughs> and, and on top of all of this, Jean Grey is in the end of Days of Future Past when yes. Wolverine yeah. wakes up. I thought about and, that. That was so, my main timeline complaint was that like, is the end of Days of Future Past not the first class timeline after all? It's just the, it's just another well, separate timeline that he goes mystique. back to. They're at the end of Days of Future's Past. No. Because if no, she's dead, but, which means yeah. maybe Jean Grey comes, Jean Grey comes back, back in a different story. But they're all fine with that she killed Mystique. <laughs> yeah. Mystique. Yeah, they are. She wasn't in control. Mystique's not there. Mystique didn't want to be in the movie anymore. Wolverine's there. It's, it's, there's just, there, there's too much nonsense yeah. going on. 
the X-Men movies have never cared about continuity. I'm just okay. glad they're over I, I under, because like, then we don't like, have to deal with here's it Here's a counterpoint. Here's a counterpoint. Now that Deadpool is part of this universe, is that why it doesn't make sense anymore? No, because he breaks the no, fourth wall, so he's he's Deadpool. not canon. Don't you yeah, see? Yeah, but Deadpool I, knows that, that McAvoy and Patrick Stewart are playing Professor uh, X <laughs> in the world that he lives in. Yeah. Sure. But I don't, I don't even think... I don't even think uh, I don't even think Deadpool is in this timeline because wasn't the 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 X Men scene in Deadpool two like didn't that have characters that should be dead by then? And he like, does who? go back. Who also and, like, still have his aged? other self from X Men Origins, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he <laughs> so I had put on red. I had put a theory on Reddit that like. There are technically two Deadpools in this universe because everything before Days of Future Past is still canon to both universes. Meaning that since Deadpool was an adult in like 1975 in the opening uh, of X-Men Origins, this means that Deadpool was already an adult before 1973. And I don't know if Ryan Reynolds saw that and decided, oh, shoot, you're right. I need to make a joke and clean up the timeline. But he cleans it up. By not going back and killing baby Deadpool, which would have been hilarious in like a Jeb Bush kills baby Hitler kind of way. But instead, he decides all of X-Men Origins Wolverine is still <laughs> Did happen up yeah. until, <laughs> until he walks part. through the door. Yeah. And there's no explanation for why there are two Wade Wilsons. <laughs> I think we and... just got to assume that half the X-Men movies are in the timeline where Captain America went back and married Haley Atwell. And half of them are not, you know? Don't even so. get me started. <laughs> but I just, I, 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 I'm a person who's of the mind that I can understand not adhering to continuity if you have a story that's great that you want to tell. But, but the fact of the matter is, for so long, the X-Men movies have not had great stories that they want to tell. And so for them to throw out the continuity just seems ridiculous uh, because the continuity would help take away like some of the, the concerns that people have about these movies and why yeah. they don't work. I think some of the stuff and, from the original X-Men movies are like, it's going to be hard to, to integrate them either into the MCU or just rebooting this at some point or whatever they end up doing is like Patrick Stewart is the perfect Professor X. Hugh Jackman is the perfect Wolverine. Like there's going to be these characters that are like irreplaceable and you know, some of the stuff that they replaced. Yeah. But some of the stuff that they did do, it's like J Jonah Jameson. They haven't brought him in yet because they're like, how do we possibly get a better actor? So there's just going to be stuff that is like that. You will remember fond things about these movies. There are things that I, I, like I want to go watch Days of Future Past now because I want to watch a good X Men movie. <laughs> I want to watch X and X Men and X Two and stuff like that. But there's mm-hmm. just I don't know. There's so much more. It's the, so, the scales are tipped so toward the like. Well, this was all just a big mistake. Why did we try to do this? <laughs> I think it's so happened I half. Su- yeah, I have a less. suggestion. Since we want to go, since we both want to go watch good X Men uh-huh. movies, I have a suggestion. Uh-huh that for something that we could maybe try out. I don't know if you guys heard, but recently news came out 
that there had been plans for X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Daredevil yeah. to have teamed up in a Fox version of Civil And Deadpool. War. Oh. Deadpool would have been Yes, and, De- and Deadpool. And... And there had also been, uh, back when the first Spider-Man uh, movie was filming, Hugh Jackman was supposed yeah, to show I up remember, in a cameo yeah. mm-hmm. as Wolverine. That would have been cool. So I think, I think what we need to do is just take the, the original X-Men timeline, the Daredevil and Elektra <laughs> movie, the Fantastic Four movies, and the Spider-Man trilogy, as well as the uh, the Spider-Man, the new animated series, because that picks up after Spider-Man 1 and uses the same kingpin from the oh. movie. We Ooh. all need to just, we all just need to sit down, well, watch, those, watch those as the original MCU, uh-huh. and for a podcast in the future, <laughs> we need to spitball ideas for how that Civil War movie would have played nice. out. Yeah, that sounds cool. I like yeah. it. All right, Homework. I gotta I gotta watch Daredevil um, at all. <laughs> I have never watched the entirety of the the um, Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. I I've heard that the director's cut is a lot better than the regular version. I don't know if that's true or not, and I don't know how much better. But uh, I've got I've got a box set that I found at Best Buy a while. Yeah, ago. I saw you post only... a picture. It has yeah. all the different. It was only yeah. it was only twenty bucks. It has Fantastic Four one and two. Uh, the first three X-Men movies, Daredevil, Elektra, and the first season of like the 2006 or yeah, so Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four cartoon, show. Do we, think, do we think Blade and uh, Ghost Rider would fit Men in Men in Black. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel like Blade, Ghost Rider, and Punisher could all technically yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that there are any material connections yeah. like there are with the other ones. 2003, yeah. the Hulk. Yeah, Ang Lee, Hulk, yeah. God. Yeah, well. I mean... I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure they could all fit. I'm sure they could all fit, but I don't. I don't think there are any material connections. So, for the idea of our podcast homework that we uh-huh. will do at some point in the future that we're not deciding uh-huh. on at all. <laughs> now you'll get the people commenting. Like, what are you doing, the <laughs> Fox? What are you doing, the other MCU? Yeah, that's fine. But so for 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 that homework, let's just stick with that Spider-Man, that Fantastic Four, that timeline of X-Men. I don't mm-hmm. know how far we want to go with it. <laughs> I don't know if we want to go all the way from First Class to Days of Future Past, or if we just want to do the trilogy. You should try to figure but, out uh, a way to timeline the, all the X-Men movies as existing in, in the same timeline. Like find workarounds for all the <laughs> mistakes. Like the, doing doing the mistakes, the you mean? No, yeah. doing the X Men timelines. <laughs> the Raven. Doing the X Men timelines just as the 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 their separate timelines. There's already way too many mistakes. That <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they can't stay within their own. Yeah. Well, I think I think in the um, original universe, Mystique broke into Professor X's mansion and he kicked her out on the yeah. streets. It was like, nope. Not that's what that's you. where Get the timeline split. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it right there. That's why Wolverine had to go back in time to stop Professor X from kicking her into the curb. You man. have to take care of your guests, Professor X. Share, share <laughs> the Sentinels are killing us all because you put Mystique in the rain. Be friendly, Charles. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> okay. That's my moving on. That's, that's my Magneto impression. Yeah, moving moving Charles, on. We've already Charles. Spent, we've already spent more time talking Gene. about this movie yeah. than we should. I, yeah, I, I, I feel. I feel like this is the point where Michael Fassbender's about to show yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I rate this movie an X out of ten. Oh boy, 
that's, that's a, whole a Roman numeral for that's 10. A full 10 yeah that's a full 10 i i, I i'm gonna rate this movie an o <laughs> whoa oh we can find for our the, ratings together o and have Phoenix. the x-men logo you'll have ox out of 10 nice ox. <laughs> like, one ox oh i don't know one ox for your movie that. sir yeah, <laughs> I will trade you one ox for X Men Dark Phoenix. That's what it's worth to me. Um, Just one ox. All right, comic relief, real quick, and then we'll do questions, and then we'll go away. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm gonna think of what I've read or watched while Ted I, tells us the thing he definitely I, knows. Because I, 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 I know I think, a thing. I think Ted and yeah. I both have the same book. Ooh, I don't think so. I was going to talk about Superman by Brian Michael Bendis. I caught up on his. Oh, that's your book? No, no, that's not my (laughs) book. I didn't think it would be. Um, But I have read those, so. Nice. I did not. I skipped it. I skipped all of Bendis' Superman stuff until the Leviathan stuff started to be teased. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and catch myself up. And I um, I bought all the trades. I read the Man of Steel six issue miniseries that he did first, which kind of set it all up. Um, and there's that new villain and that was set up in Man of Steel that's been in the Superman run, Rogel Zal, right? He's the guy yes. who is responsible for destroying Krypton and now he's taking yeah. it on himself. Oh, is he the big kind of like monster Lobo looking yeah. guy? And he's got okay. two yeah. different colored eyes, just yeah. like X-Men 2. Oh my Striker's God. Son. Striker's <laughs> son had two different colors eyes. All right, let's stop talking about <laughs> <laughs> Rogel Zal has two different colored eyes. <laughs> So Not he's can. going off. He's but can he see why kids the... love cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, he's he's trying to kill all the Kryptonians. So that was like the the Man of Steel stuff. Um, it's still going out in the Superman book. The subplot has been that uh, Jonathan Kent, Superboy, went off on a space adventure with Jor-El. Jor-El, yeah, yeah, who was Mister Oz, the same version of Jor-El, right? Mister so Dark he... yeah. Phoenix, yeah. yeah. So they went off on a journey, and then Superboy comes back to Earth seven years older. And so Clark and Lois oh. have missed most of his young teenage years. Now he's like 17 years old. Is this Even sort of a with, thing like Interstellar? He was hanging out with the crime syndicate the whole time. Sort of, yeah. It's been three weeks on Earth, but yeah. seven years for Superboy. Yeah. yeah. And so that's just the way. Like, he leaves, Superboy leaves complaining in tears. that like, I'm too young for the Titans. They're never going to let me join. And he goes off in his space adventure with Grandpa comes back and now he's like old enough to join the titans by the end of the story probably so so there was there was uh there was there's something in that run that like i'm kind of upset that they haven't picked back up on but like whenever uh it was revealed that like rogozal was the uh the the architect behind crypto krypton's destruction yeah like the the guardians of the universe were like okay we're not fucking with him Right, and so I was I was hoping that there was gonna be more Green Lantern stuff going on in that the book. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, there hasn't been, but uh, I do I do like where they're going. I just hope they pick that thread back. Yeah, up. there's been a lot of um, Thanagarian and Tamaranian <clears throat> stuff. Like you see the leader of Starfire's race from Tamaran, you see the Hawk people of Thanagar and stuff, and even um, Ran. Like uh, uh, I forget the guy's name, Soldath. Is that right? Adam Strange's wife's father i don't know sure but the leader of rand they're all wrapped up in this trying to deal with Rogue oh the guy the young justice saying oh was that dude. was that was mm-hmm. that the um was that the no that wasn't the uh the the space battle that like uh there's been a jonathan few. and and well the, there was, was one it? um the 
so I haven't read number 12 yet, but at the end of number 11, they get wrapped up in, like, the Than- some Thanagarian battle. Okay, yeah. So that might be what I was thinking about. It's... It's so difficult to try to keep these runs like it, like where it's been and where it is, like all in your head at once. Yeah, cause, uh, because uh, of... Scott Snyder's Justice League has been dealing with Thanagarians as yeah, well, at the so, same time. So I'm I'm reading so many books at the same time, and, and a lot of them have the same character in them. Me too. Here and there, and, and so like I'm reading, I'm reading Superman and action comics at the Me same too. time. Me too. I'm reading Batman and, and Detective as well. And yes, and <laughs> Batman and Detective and Justice League, uh-huh. and they all have like different things going on with the same character, and so you're you're trying to keep in mind like. Okay, so this happened, this happened, this happened. Oh, wait, that happened? I don't remember that at all. So it's... And with it, like, releasing, like, once a month, it's like the story moves so Although slow some of them in, are in comic books. Like, twice a month. Like, the Justice League book has been bi-weekly. Has it been? That, that might That's be every why, other that week. Might be, that might be why I, I remember it more so than mm-hmm. some of the other books that I've been Goes reading. Goes faster, but it's yeah. like it's just it's just so difficult to try to keep it all in your head because it's like you're only on issue 12 but like issue one happened a year ago you, you know the in batman real life. book like, has been bi-weekly also by tom king that would make sense as to why i i'm remembering that one pretty decently as well it's just there there's there's too much comic read. that's part of why i'm doing that like continuity map thing yeah because like I kind of want to eventually at some point sit down and read stuff in order like in, in a fast paced way to be able to kind of keep yeah. a, a, a sense of what the fuck is going on with these characters. I did that when I first started collecting comic books. I arranged my collection in continuity order, which would confuse anybody flipping through my books. But I had. Yeah, I did myself. that. I did yeah. that a couple of years ago when I started with the Rebirth stuff. Now I'm not. Now now yeah. it's organized by, like, here's all the Superman books in a row. Here's yep. all the Batman yep. books in a row. And right. that's just better for keeping things cataloged and easier. Well, I was doing it the way you said until I realized, until I started buying Detective Comics as trades. And I went, well, I can't do that anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> if it was by single issues, I was keeping up okay. But, yeah. Uh-huh. I read, yeah, but... I read Heroes in Crisis. Like you told me to. I read the entirety of Heroes in Crisis in one I'm afternoon. I'm so sorry you did. Well, <laughs> it's not a bad read, but it's yeah, like. It was It was good to binge it like that because I wasn't as disappointed as you I, guys might have yeah, been. Yeah, I love Tom I, King's I work on Mr. Miracle. I was with the with the final resolution of everything, see, at least I, in terms of Wally's character. See, I can see. So, I mean, I guess this is spoilers for Heroes in Crisis. So skip if you don't want to know. But there's the issue where he, it's revealed that Wally's the one that killed everybody. Then I remember you telling you, you guys talked about it sort of at some point, either on here or just to me in the chat or something like that, where I, cause I didn't like, whatever, I don't care. Just talk about it. And so I knew it was coming. Like I knew there was like, Oh, maybe Booster Gold did it. Maybe Harley Quinn did it. Oh my God. It was Wally West. How could this be? But when I get to that, you know, one, I already knew, but two, like, I can see you reading that individual issue and it ending, you know, on his uh, sanctuary tape and you just going like, oh, what the fuck? Like, no, you can't do this to Wally West or whatever. 
but then you know there's three more issues two more issues or whatever and by the time it's over i was like okay that was weird and i don't know why they did that why they chose to do that but it didn't like yeah. bother bother me as much as maybe i would have if i had had like a week between or like a month or whatever to think on it each time um so I well, for <laughs> it wasn't that it wasn't the way i was reading it and ter- it was more of a i've been reading wally west for like 20 years okay, of my yeah, life now sure. and this is a character like I didn't grow up reading the new Teen Titans by Mark Wolfman or anything, but like people who had would have been super invested in Wally. Yeah. I also didn't follow his solo series as The Flash until near the end of it. So that sure, is, and like this, yeah. this is the same version of Wally from that universe, right? Yeah, he ripped back through yeah. the the time. Tr- so like I get, I can understand it from the perspective of somebody who's been a Wally fan for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but but for me, like. I haven't really been uh, reading Flash stuff, and so to me, like seeing, like I, I read, I read the Rebirth one shot, and that's probably my extent of Wally, like since Rebirth started, and so to to me, it was just like, oh yeah, like it totally makes sense that, uh, you know, he it does would make be, sense. It, like it makes sense that he'd be in so much distress and everything about about it all hmm. and, and he would feel so disconnected and he would feel and the whole thing is a, about handling your demons the way you, like everybody's yeah. handling everything and, and he, so, chooses, so he ends feel, up not handling it so i feel like everyone's i feel like everyone's uh disgust with it was particularly the like not so much that he had all this baggage but that he killed everyone but from my understanding of it like Wally is is essentially in like this insane uh like like level of PTSD that none of us could even fathom. Sure. And and, and uh, he has all of this power attached to him and, and it would make sense that like things just blow up. Yeah, it, and, that's, and, and when he, he and kills he the majority of the people, it. yeah, it's from an, like kind of an accident, but then he has to just kind of kill the rest of the stragglers in order to cover up. That's a big problem. Yeah. He, <laughs> like literally with um oh, what's his name? Lagoon Boy. Yeah. Like in the first issue when you see everyone dies, Lagoon Boy specifically comes out in the rest and is like, "Oh man, everyone." Yeah. It actually might be issue 3 where it happens. Yeah, it's, it's everyone's I know what dead. You mean, yeah. Yeah. But then he gets like stabbed with like a sword or something. Yeah. It's not a sword, but he definitely gets like stabbed in the stomach and then dies that way. So like Wally definitely had to kill him later. And yeah, and it was a much more violent than he needed to. Yeah, and so like I get, I get, I, I get being like I get being disgusted by that. Uh, I've and, and I've never liked character, but like killing B level characters time... for the sake of it, you know, like Lagoon Boy and um. Like hot spot or yeah. hot spot, yeah, that was his name. Hot streak is a stack carry. Come like, on, all, man. Like yeah. Commander Steel, you know all those like yeah smaller characters. Like how he like, even talks about like I've stuff. died like yeah. six times. I'll probably die again, and then he just dies. <laughs> I know, and then he'll probably come back. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, like I, 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 I get the the disgust behind it, but at the same time, I feel like the the whole accidentally killing everybody adds another layer of like the the what the fuck is going on in my head on top of where he already was and i i personally like i i i I think that when you are at that point like you'll act erratically and because you're trying to figure out what the fuck do i do 
True. I just like like I just did all of this just fucking out it's of all, accident, and yeah. I don't know what to do. It's also like I I mean I have a connection with Wally West Flash in a different way just because of the cartoons. I guess like that's the Flash I, that I know or whatever. But it it was still like it was perplexing, but it was still to me like if a character stays exactly the same for decades and decades like it, you can't do very interesting stories so i feel like doing something like this where it's so out of left field you don't expect it is mm-hmm. kind of refreshing i guess like i know you're not going to agree ted but <laughs> I, I mean just I'm, the... I'm hoping that it leads into something interesting and he is getting his new series now called flash forward but it's written by scott lobdell with art by brett booth and those are two that like oh that's the thing most... that obnoxious comic creators and comics why is that so scott lobdell more more obnoxious than ethan van shire um his art is really good evs has his conservative but his his views yeah his politics are a little weird Uh, he he's tell me why the scott loeb and stuff is bad yeah um so scott lobdell did a lot of writing uh when the new 52 launched he ran hawk and dove into the ground and then they gave him uh red hood and outlaws which he actually did like a pretty successful series doing that um but this guy like i'm pretty sure let me let me look out (laughs) what he's done i just while you're looking that up he did the the discord and one of the patrons said did Ted accidentally video chat the hangout or did i miss something (laughs) (laughs) i did i did accidentally (laughs) do that um, so this guy, uh, Scott Lobdell has written a lot of X-Men over the years. X-Men. Um, Get that. Yeah, it was the Teen Titans New 52 run too. So he kind of was th- responsible for like making the whole Young Justice relationship between Tim Drake, Cassie Sands, Mark, and Connor Kent weird when the New 52 started. And then Brett Booth, the artist, is just like his art style is so one dimensional. All of his characters look exactly the same. I'm just not into either of them. So, like, um, I don't know. This new direction for Wally West just doesn't excite me very much. I had my own. That's me. Like, I I would have been very happy if um, Doomsday Clock led into some redemption for Wally. Because there's a panel or two where he's confronting Dr. Manhattan in issue number 10. And it's very likely that maybe we'll see something near the end of the series yeah. that redeems mm-hmm. Wally in that way. Um, it's also, it could be really cool if after the whole Leviathan stuff is done that Bendis is doing right now in the Superman books. So this basically took Waller off the table, the Suicide Squad's off the table. But inevitably, there's going to be a new one because there's going to be a new, new movie and everything. And it would make perfect sense for Wally West to be the new leader of the Suicide Squad considering he just tried to kill himself at the end of Heroes in Crisis. (laughs) So if they go somewhere that direction, I could be a very happy reader. I would love to see that story of Wally finding redemption by being the new leader of the Suicide Squad. I'm sure that'll be something. They're not going to end his story here with him being a murderer. No, he's on the path. He's on some path for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do everyone's trash, if that's okay. What with, about with my you book? I, you read the same book, the Superman. No. Well, hurry up. I have read that. I, can I talk about last yeah, night? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We should. Yeah, we should. Okay. So, yeah. So it's what's it's Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo and Metal Team reunited. It, it's it's starts with uh, 
You 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 get you get. All right, let's oh, do everyone's right. trash. <laughs> no, no, we should talk about this. I'm kidding. It starts with it starts with it starts with narration that you has led James to read believe... it. Has James read no. this? No. So we have to be careful. We shouldn't spoil anything crazy. <laughs> I can James, I can de head I can yeah I can de headphones while you talk about it. You have to listen to edit. Ah, damn it! You're right. Just be careful. We'll try to do. Not too spoilery. I I I, I want to talk about it though. It's, I know. Well, let's I, just let's skip it. Let's skip it. Let's go to everyone's. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll James, come back to it. Let's come back I'm to doing it. Stuff. When is he gonna read it? Buy your copy. Shop. Buy your copy. I can James. read it on the order internet it. with my comic. Uh, you better order it soon. It's sold out. It is. Let's go well. to a second printing. Okay. This is everyone's trash now. <laughs> This is from Byproduct. I, I hope, I, what? I, I hope you got the. I hope you got the question that was sent to me on Twitter yesterday. If not, I'll. I did. On. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So this first one's from Byproduct for the podcast. Considering it's Pride Month, if you could retcon any existing DC character to be LGBTQ plus, who would it be? I'd personally want to make Dick by maybe give Damien a crush on John. This is oh, uh, any John, any DC John character. Kid. Yeah. Well, that's this is along the lines of like, don't change a pre-existing character, just make a new character. So I don't know, but um, I'm 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 all down to to change pre-existing characters. I've got two in mind off the top of my head. Okay, go for it. Um, I'm coming up with mine. I think I think Vandal Savage. Hmm, um, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like um with the the immortality thing and being around for forever like i i understand uh that lgbt isn't a choice but i feel like with that long of a lifespan there would definitely be at least a point where you're like okay well let me at least experiment yeah exactly um so i feel i feel like i feel like that uh would be also he started off as like a caveman so there wasn't like mm-hmm. a societal norm or anything it was just yeah yeah i mean i mean like did. that's that's kind of a like just just fuck whatever like yeah <laughs> put, your di- put your dick where it's wet i fucked this um, meteor and i got immortal <laughs> that's my the real other, origin story my other one did you get is... to the part where he fucked a meteor <laughs> <laughs> That's my face. I slept that meteor all night, <laughs> bathed in its my, light. My other one. That's is... how they made Randall. Randall Savage. <laughs> Randall Savage's mom is the meteor. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> mom and meteor. My my second one is gonna be Booster uh-huh. Gold. Um, okay. I feel like with booster gold being from the future i feel like societal norms have changed to a point where things are more accepted um and may like i i i personally feel as if like like sexuality is fluid uh to a degree like i i i so i feel like when you're in the future and it's it's more accepted in everything uh, you're allowed to explore that fluidity a bit more, and so I think it makes sense for Booster to uh, to go with it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he's this... had such a bromance with Ted Cord the Blue yeah, Beetle yeah. that would have been a natural. I'm gonna go with something uh, Desad because he's really <laughs> into Dark Side. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. he's, he's he gonna wants... 
It's a yes, D side. Master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my. It's an anti-life equation. <laughs> yeah. He he wants he wants that he wants that the pro-life. He wants equation. that anti-wife he wants equation. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> two I different am... jokes that are just as bad as each other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've got two. Um, so kind of in the same vein as your booster suggestion. Well, not not so much to the future, but. Fire and ice. The, they were both when on you the say, Justice When you say the League same vein, do you mean the main vein? The main vein. I was going to say that too. Uh, yeah. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But but just because like I was kind of thinking Booster and Beetle, but also Fire and Ice were on that same Justice League team. And Fire and Ice were best friends. And Fire but I could Brazilian. see them. You know, and- oh, for sure. I like I so so because of the Brazilian line, I thought that Fire and Ice were uh, lesbians. And then, like, I looked it up for the, the the video I'm writing, and come to find out that uh, they're not. And no, they never it's, were. It's been it's been a lot of queer baiting the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you know, that's a thing. Um, I think I almost wonder if the she's Brazilian line was because that was from the Just League Unlimited episode. Um, but if it was because of like most of Victoria's Secret fashion models were Brazilian for a <laughs> while, that was like a large percentage. I don't know. Like Brazilians are hot. That was the, the takeaway. I don't which, think so. <laughs> well, there's, there's also like Brazilian wax. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Um, anyway, well, so like my Flash other seems my so other suggestion. When she's in it, yeah. <laughs> I I would like to see uh, Jimmy Olsen be queer, because I think he was always kind of like not a master of disguise, but always like transformed into like a giant turtle man or like a <laughs> yeah. you know wolf wolf man monster or like he would go he would dress up as a woman and like on every level except on and... physical i am a turtle <laughs> have you so i can see have... jimmy be having a wide spectrum of identities yeah. uh-huh. have, have you read the uh, the leviathan uh no, prelude yet i gotta catch up on my there's, action there's, comic there's, stuff first but i can't wait really to great, read matt really fraction jimmy olsen story because matt fraction wrote it that's why it's so great he did the sex it's... criminals book like i'm here for some it's matt fantastic. fraction jimmy olsen I can't wait to read it. Okay. It's fantastic. But back to everyone's trash. I'll have read it by the next episode. Okay. This is from that one DC Russian nerd. Although by based on the capitalizations in the name, I would say it's pronounced the tone DC Russian nerd. Uh, I came up with a pretty boring question, but eh, what are your current thoughts on Matt Reeves, the Batman? Excited Uh, that Battenson is there. there, Something I meant to bring up in news that I kept remembering and then forgetting when we would talk was that there, you know, we talked last time about that there's the rumors that Penguin and Catwoman are be the bad guys, but now there's rumors Mm -hmm. that there also will be, I think it was, oh my goodness, there was a third Batman villain. Ah, Well, I just ruined it because I don't remember. Deathstroke (laughs) was rumored to be in early drafts back when Ben Affleck was still writing. Let me see if I can find the thing. I, I I actually tweeted out after uh, after the phantasm reveal. Uh, oh, the Riddler and Firefly. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. But I, so after the after the phantasm reveal for Batman Catwoman, I tweeted out to Matt Reeves that he should just go ahead and put phantasm <laughs> in, in the movie. The yeah. movie. Nice. That way, uh, that way the the price shoots up on my uh, my mask of the phantasm <laughs> adaptation. Dollars, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that that one Maybe, guy yeah. said. So now it's two dollars. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Those right are my now. those is, are is our Matt thoughts. Reeves make me rich it because I'm tired of being yeah. broke. Put Phantasm in everything. Bob the random guy. Bob the random guy. <laughs> Put Phantasm in what? 
win in phantasm yeah there you go if the league was to offer amnesty to members of the secret society that joined them in the battle against dark side who would you like to see offered a place within the league giganta <laughs> i don't who all was in that giganta and wally west had a thing yeah potentially they they, they they did in the uh in the justice league unlimited like yeah. comic follow-up like mm-hmm. there was a this happens after the Destroyed. season's over and giganta is way into wally he he's um, very much has like a tormund and brianne of tarth relationship with hers it's like where's the big <laughs> yeah. woman there's the big woman still here yeah <laughs> Um, she yeah. is because she's got amnesty. Um, Sinestro, no, because he's too like Sinestro, you know. Uh, I, I could feel like I feel like Bizarro could make his own. Like he's hit, he's made some missteps, but every time Superman convinces him, like, "Hey, you're a good person," he's like, "Oh yeah." Wait, so was it was it the Secret Society or was it the Legion of Doom? It's just, it's technically well, the Secret Society. A little bit society, of both, yeah. But it's basically Legion. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, they, they still operate out of the Darth Vader helmet spaceship. Yeah, they do. The swamp thing. Yeah. It's not the swamp thing, James. Oh, you're right. Sorry about that. Are you finding which the list of characters, Maddie, or are you just want me Yeah, to I'm looking I'm looking at the list of characters, but like uh, Gentleman it Ghost. Says, gentleman Ghost would be such a gentleman. Not. <laughs> he's not uh, in Destroyer though. He's not in that episode. It's uh, only the once in Destroyer that he's asking about. But hmm. I'm gonna move on while you look. Uh, Jeffrey Lane. I, I think I think I think I'm just with Ted on Gigantic. Okay. No one else is really popping out for me. Gigantic Jeffrey Lane says, "If is there any connection at all to the DCAU and Young Justice? No. And do you think we will ever well, have a small? <laughs> there's <laughs> okay. a reference. Okay. And you what? see the logo when yeah, Gordon Godfrey's yeah, talking. You see the old logo. I actually, and yeah. also those original members are the ones who were yes. kidnapped on Warworld, or whatever that whole yeah, thing yeah. is at the end of there's, season there's one there's also there's also a scene in artemis's apartment when she's hanging out with her her mom or whatever where you see the uh the ground breaks on dense dream uh newspaper from pretty poison Ooh, is, yeah is, is there there's also nice. some episode like, where the um the store the, the grocery store with green arrow from the start of initiation is seen like the same rooftop background artwork. I remember pointing that out nice. when I was watching it. But, yeah. yeah. So, so like it, it's, it's got connections yeah. in the same way that like gods and monsters has sure. connections, I guess there's, there's reused assets, but I don't think there's anything like officially. Yeah. The main the majority not, of not the question, canon. Which do you think we will ever have a Smallville cartoon and maybe a Snyder JL cut cartoon version? No, nope, on either one. Nope. <laughs> and do you think the DCAU JL will ever return? Maybe on the DC streaming channel. They 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 returned. Yeah, they uh, did. Yeah. For Justice League yeah. versus the Fatal yeah. Five. And they'll come again for the JL reunion with Flash and maybe John and like a TV show and continuation. Shira. But I don't. I we'll don't get know. another good movie. Old, uh, we got another movie on the way. Yeah. It's yeah. Good happening. Old, um, Good old J Turner five ten from the Discord has uh, been constantly sending me uh, messages on Twitter. Actually, uh, whenever he sees anything new about JL reunion, uh, the most recent one is that the numbers now for Justice League versus the Fatal Five uh, I think is for three weeks in, and it's at two million three hundred thirty three thousand one hundred fifty one dollars. Wow. So, there was yeah, also no. something but like a tweet between Gary Miarnyararo and uh, Sam Liu where they were talking about 
someone asked like that someone tweeted at sam lou asking if there's been any like start if they've started yeah, making the, the same jail reunion oh, okay yeah that's the same and he's like yeah. not that i'm aware of or something and then gary said it's not surprising and like of, of course like i feel like just taking it a little bit too seriously like i don't know when he when they say when he says like oh how are the numbers doing for the movie and they say swell and like oh perfect jail reunion's coming right now like no it's fine yeah <laughs> it's it's not news <laughs> i don't know like cool I, but maybe though maybe we should do a little bit of reading too far into it uh with twitter threads and stuff and make it sure baby is the jail sure. reunion yeah, yeah. in the works right now uh video absolutely if there's anything uh, we like here at the Watchtower database, it's clickbait. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Now, it the, the last few videos. <laughs> uh, this is from Phantom Gardener. So somehow I totally missed you guys. Missed my or read my last question about what characters from the comic world would you would have been cool to see answered in the 39th episode. Oops. Only to add the dreams of the endless the dreams of the endless episode I was talking about was a BTAS episode that Paul Dini almost did with Neil Gaiman. Dini talks about it in Dark Knight: A True Batman Story. Great read. Long story short, Batman almost dies. Death and Dream having a weird talk about his effect on Gotham and gives Batman a choice to live or die. Batman cho- choose choices to live and robin saves him from the clutches of death anyways <laughs> my question is as near perfect as the dcau is it, it made a possible it made a couple of serious missteps so what parts of each show would you change but you only get to change one thing for each show hmm well i don't know what the serious missteps are but i guess i don't know batman the animated series i would kill the underdwellers just get it out of there. <laughs> yeah just, just get it out. Get it no out. More. Everything else, everything else can. Wait, do we get rid of Underdwellers or Terrible Trio? Or I've got Batman in my basement. We can only get rid of one. Those are the rules here. No, you can only get rid of one thing, not a full episode. You can only change one. An thing. episode's a thing, my dude. No, if you could. An episode's a thing. What parts of each show would you change? You just only get to change thing. one thing for each show. I would yes. have saved the Wayne parents. <laughs> then there's no show. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know the actual answer to this question because there's a lot of yeah, stuff. I um, I don't know. What Jason I would Todd. It would, Jason it would Todd have a was a Robin. Effect. Jason yeah, Todd's a Robin I guess now. It would have been cool to see. I I would have. I, I would have made Zeta Project go longer. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone I wants have... us to say that we would have changed the Batman Batgirl relationship, but I've honestly never had a problem with it. So I don't know. No, I I like them together. I like Batgirl with Batman better than Batgirl Nightwing. Um, I would have added another season to Superman the animated series and had him had deal be, more had with the good. the fallout <laughs> of Legacy. Yeah. All right. I would. I I, I feel like uh, maybe I would have made oh. Superman more serialized. Um, instead of like just you know one-off things over and over again, that way you yeah. get more emotional attachment well, to what's going on. I would have given him Superman... bigger cheekbones for the Superman. <laughs> the I feel series. like I feel like Superman would work better if it were like in in the same vein as like Justice League Unlimited. You the know, main where, vein, where where you've got a constantly building story. It's for the I news. know that they yeah. did that to a degree with like the dark side stuff. Or like how some villains come back and they're like, hey, like this is the thing that happened last time and now we're doing this. But I feel like if you were able to tie together uh, ju- just like an arc that like almost every episode affects, 
yeah. would have made it sure. much more fun of a show. Yeah, probably. Um, he actually went on to say, he or she, I don't know, went on to say um, there are specific things that they would have changed so that we I should have just led with that. Uh, <laughs> personally, in no particular order, Justice League. Not completely ignore Superman losing the public's trust during season one. That's what it's I weird. said. Yeah, it's weird how they don't bother addressing that storyline at all when they could have easily made for more interesting stories right off the bat. JLU, I'm cheating because this applies to JL as well, but it's still a problem I have with both shows. Focus more on Wonder Woman's diplomatic side. Don't get me wrong, she was cool as fuck, but I think they were too focused on her being all like, gah, and punching shit when she's just <laughs> as much a leader as a warrior. What was she like, James? Gah, and punching gah. shit. Gah, gah. gah. Gal Gadot. Uh, BTAS. Most, <laughs> BTAS, most of it was solid, but I feel like the way they treated certain characters is a mistake, namely Poison Ivy. Like the Underdwellers. <laughs> namely Poison Ivy. I wouldn't. I personally would have given her more screen time as a sympathetic villain, or I would do this for Catwoman, or do the one and only gun story. Um, mm. I would have given more Riddler screen time for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially STAS, the new Batman Adventures. Yeah. Well, he, I disliked his costume, but you know, giving him more S- screen time. S T A S. Yeah, <laughs> less episodes that were just Superman punching a dumb vil- evil dude in the face, and more character-focused stories like the late Mister Kent. Seeing Clark solve mm-hmm. a mystery was smarts instead of just hitting bad guys in the face. Uh, T N B A. Uh, give Two Face a proper ending, or maybe another season. Static shock, less forced celebrity cameos. <laughs> uh, no, we need more. That's the we best part. That's the best part. Cameos. More forced Batman Beyond actually explain what the fuck happened to Nightwing. Yeah, where is Nightwing? Where is Nightwing? And Zeta give the it a real The same place ending. that Hugh Jackman is at. <laughs> and he's all, he also said to give Zeta an ending. Uh, other question. Were there any dumb thoughts you had slash stuff you did relating to the DCAU when you were little kids first watching it? I used to call static static shock and root for villains. I used to call him a, a Mazo. Wait, no, Amazo. Amazo, yeah, you did. Amazo. Up until that, maybe that two weeks right. ago. Amazo is correct. <laughs> that, that's, that's, I'm that's sure right I up, said... Uh, that's right up your alley, Ted. I said some other names wrong, too. Yep. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of. I can't think of anything. I stupid. said some words wrong in my uh, time. But I, I. I do know that, like, when I was younger, I did have a DCAU specific Batgirl action figure, and it went missing one night. I fell asleep with it next to my bed, mm. like on the floor next to my bed, and then I woke up, and it was never seen again. I used to sleep with my Padme Amidala action figure, so I get you. Um, That's not creepy a, at all. This is weird, yeah. I uh, <laughs> Well, this isn't any better, maybe, but I I mean, this is also to do with action figures, but it's the only thing I could think of <laughs> since you brought it up. I had a Nightwing action figure. It wasn't, I don't think it was DCAU. I think it was more like stylized comic book looking. How do you but, not know? Um, because I barely remember it because we smashed it to pieces is what I'm about to tell you. Nightwing is <laughs> I, Yeah, I smashed it with a hammer a bunch. It was one of those oh. where you could dip him in hot water and he would turn like a different color. Um, but now he is in the trash somewhere in a landfill. Um, okay. Last question. This comes from our old buddy, Jake Johnson. Uh, I have two questions. Oh, damn. There's two questions. One, how come the hoop squad didn't join the justice league? Two, how come the Hoop Squad didn't help the Justice League when Darkseid was attacking in the last episode of JLU? And Maddie said this is my all-time favorite question. (laughs) This is why why we need the forced celebrity cameos from Static Shock. If Static had continued into the the rest of that 
decade, we could have had President Obama in there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. So, okay. So here, here's my answer uh, about why the Hoop Squad didn't join the Justice League. Uh-huh. And that's because the Hoop Squad is created and maintained by Cadmus. Cadmus. Um, <laughs> rewatch, rewatch the yes. episode. It's there's a there's it, it's like a, they're 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 given their suits and everything by a government organization mm-hmm. uh, Waller. that's not ever named or anything, and then all of a sudden, like a year or so later in the timeline, like I know it's, it's and the bad longer... guy they're fighting his nanotechnology also exactly. Yeah. So like there, I know there's a longer gap uh, between the two like in real life, but in the timeline it's only like a year or so later that yeah. Cadmus shows up and even with a longer been gap doing it's like stuff. Cadmus yeah, has been around time. for forever yeah. anyway. And Cadmus has Task Force X, which is sometimes called the Suicide Squad, Whoa. which is the same word yeah. as the When Hoop Waller squad. says she's gonna send in the squad an ultimatum, she's yeah. not talking about the Suicide Squad. No. She's not talking about God. the Hoop can Squad. Absolutely. You know we just wrote another legacy yeah, we, uh, issue. Sure uh, <laughs> just show that scene from Ultimatum. And Ultimatum. She she's going to send in the squad and then cut, hard cut to the hoop squad going in. And they make a care. slam dunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, uh, like, like Oh, God. That's, yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> love it. I love it. Now, but why why did they not why did they not help uh, when Darkseid uh, came down? I'm sure there were plenty of answer, characters that we didn't see. Because they're so. sold out yeah, to Darkseid. They're working for Mantis or for <laughs> Vermin Vunderbar sponsorship. Or Granny or something. Well my, my 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 answer to this is the same reason we don't see anybody else during the Thanagarian invasion. You know, why didn't Static help in the Thanagarian invasion? We don't know that they didn't Yeah, help. he definitely did. We just don't We know Vigilante it. helped. He must have. Yeah, yeah. He talks about it in that one episode. He got tortured by them hawks. So, so I assume... You got the hawk that, people that... in the back. <laughs> that didn't quite work. I got but... the hoop squad in the back. <laughs> out there running track. Slam dunk. Well, oh, hoop squad. Should we, we should end the podcast now. It's been two hours. So you can catch us every Saturday. Yeah, on Hoop Squad TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna plug Rick Sellis. Uh, he's an artist that does DCAU artwork on the internet, and he's doing. He just did the cover for this upcoming Legacies issue that'll be it out in a few days. Awesome. It does look awesome. He does really great work, and we're very lucky to have him uh, on the cover. He's also he said it was an honor to work with us, which is it's quite the reverse. It's, it is. <laughs> he's he's I don't know. He's got a larger following on social media, but he's also just like he spat out that cover in like two hours. Like is ridiculous. So um, wow. it's also possible that he makes more money. Than yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of that, we had a. I'm not going to say numbers, but we had a little bit of a disappointing month uh, monetarily with Watchtower stuff. So going into the ending of this, I'm going to tell you ways that you can help throw us your coffee money, as we say. If you, yeah, like. I, I imagine. So I imagine anyone who's here still after yeah. you know it's it, we're we're after two hours of this, um, you probably enjoy the content that we bring you for sure. And so uh, shooting us like even a dollar a month on Patreon is pretty cool. Uh, you know, there's there's yeah. higher tiers over there. Uh, I think. Uh, James and I have been talking to each other about yeah. 
beefing that up mm-hmm. a bit more. I don't know. Uh, I don't know when that's going to go into effect. But Hopefully if soon, you, man. yeah, nope. it, if you if you if you go ahead, sign up as a monthly patron there. Um, whenever it does get beefed up, you will um, already be Brief like. The yeah, you'll you'll already be pre-installed for the new stuff that's coming, and if there's stuff that you're interested in that's in a higher tier, you know you can always check back over and be like, "Ooh, I want to give them more money because I want this thing." Mm-hmm. Um, and keep an eye out for an upcoming graphic content episode that I recorded today. There's a uh, chaos <clears throat> magic spell to get you to donate to our Patreon. <laughs> so should you watch that episode, you will be under my spell and have to do that. Spoilers. <laughs> Don't watch Gravity. <laughs> Don't watch um, it. You'll have to donate your money. I think James had other ways to give us money. Yeah, there are. If you don't want to give us if you if you feel you're not in a place where you can give us money every single month, it's completely understandable. Um we have other ways you can help us out. There we have uh for instance, we have our merch store, teespring.com slash stores slash DCAU Watchtower. I'm gonna be putting up some new t shirt designs pretty soon because we've got We've got some extra zesty memes that have popped up since we started that store that haven't made their way on the t-shirts yet. Um, we've also got Loot Crate, Loot Crate affiliate code in the description of this. Um, if you click it, like you're gonna, if you've, if you've been thinking about getting a Loot Crate, you should click our link to go get it because if you buy a Loot Crate after you click our link, then we get a little bit of that money. And you pay yeah, the same so- amount that you would normally pay. So out of out of all of these options, um, Patreon is gonna if, yes. if 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 you're listening to us and you're like, oh, I do want to uh, to help them out. What's gonna be the most uh, the most efficient way to do that? It would be the Patreon's gonna be the most direct. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Ted other, Ted Dash Kendrick is my Venmo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the other specifically the, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. The, the <laughs> other the other the other two options take a a pretty decent percentage. Uh, whereas the Patreon does not, and uh, it's uh, you know it it's, it's you, it's you, and it's us. Yeah. Um, you know it, it's uh, it's weird. Uh, to, I guess begging for money, yeah. uh, but uh, you know we it, we all need money to be able to do this. Um, we are all uh, we're not begging. They're still gonna well, get. No, it, you're it, gonna get our videos. You're gonna get our web comics. You're gonna get our stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, exactly. So, so I, I've always felt as though, uh, like, what we do here with this channel is a bit more expansive than uh, than the normal YouTube channel. You know, we're doing the YouTube channel, uh, we're doing uh, the comics, we're working on the website and everything. Most YouTube channels, it's just a YouTube channel. So we're trying, we're trying to give you guys the most uh, that we can. But the problem with that is that. It takes away from the time that we can spend uh, on, on, I guess, what people would say are real jobs. Yeah. Um, like we we all have real jobs, but the the fact of the matter is that like we like say for me, I'm going to college at the same time as well as writing scripts for you know multiple <clears throat> videos mm-hmm. a week and researching and everything. And so and so my real job, I only work uh, like maybe twenty hours a week. Uh, if even sometimes, so it it it's uh it's it's kind of tight for all of us when YouTube uh, does this to us. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's one... not a it's not like a we're guilt tripping you. We don't mean to do that in any way. But there is a point where the reality becomes we can we can devote the same amount of time that we do to this if it if it's in our 
best interest to, I suppose. Like, you know, if it, if it came to a point where we're consistently not really getting a lot of ad revenue and we are, you know, we have a couple patrons and stuff like that, we'll probably, we probably will have to go back to, you know, a smaller video schedule or not putting as, as big of projects out and that kind of thing. And again, not saying this to be, you better give us money or we're going to stop making videos, <laughs> but it, it comes some, at some point there, that's a possibility. And we really, you know, we're, we've been, we've been growing and succeeding with it. And it's really just these random times like this month where it's very demoralizing to come to a point and then go, why did we do all of that work kind of a thing? So I really, and you know, if you, if you've been thinking about it, if you've been, you know, by by grab a t-shirt grab a you know whatever if you feel like it, it if you you never have to we're never gonna <laughs> force you to do anything of course but it's out there if it's, if, it's, if for some reason anything that we're saying does make you feel guilty here is how you can fix that <laughs> make sure your ad blocker is off yes yes when you watch our videos that's it that's it you don't That's even have to give us. You don't move. have to give us. Yeah, any money. you're giving us money by Just watching sure your video ad without off. ad blocker, and that gives us money. Yes, for sure. Well, cool. I'll say the rest of this stuff. Thank you for listening, sincerely, <laughs> especially those of you who are still here. Uh, where the podcast is out every other Monday. iTunes, YouTube, WatchtowerDatabase.com. Um, if you stream it from WatchtowerDatabase.com, if you and everybody else are are streaming it from there. That might be, that's honestly probably the best way to listen to it yourself. Like you, the YouTube app doesn't stay open <laughs> unless you have YouTube Red or whatever it is, YouTube Premium, I don't know. And iTunes, all the descriptions are garble, a garbled mess and you can't see what's going on. Trying to fix that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> share this with your friends. That's another way you can help us out very easily. If you like what you heard today, hey, these guys talked about Dark Phoenix. I agreed with them. It was a bad movie. And they said funny <laughs> stuff. Send it to your Dark Phoenix buddies uh, who went and watched and laughed at Dark Phoenix with you. Um, we're on social media at DCAU Watchtower. That's how you can contact us for everyone's trash or if you just want to chat with us. We're also info at watchtowerdatabase.com. Videos are out on the channel Sunday, Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, repeating forever until we change it again. So subscribe. And sometimes there's even bonus stuff. Like there the, is bonus stuff. Uh, like yeah, Trump sometimes. Tweets. Like, like this week we had Trump the Critters tweets. commentary. Yeah. yeah, we did have that as well. Yeah, this last couple of weeks has been, that's maybe what's part, what been part of the more demoralizing part of it was we put out a lot of bonus stuff. Too. Um, and there's the Discord server, which you can find in the link or in the description of this, but also on the about section of our YouTube channel. That's it. Thank you, Adam Mullen, for the music. <laughs> music at dashatomica.com. Nice. Now, what do we do? We end this video by going, Gene. 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 <laughs> Harvey. Gene. No. no. Bobby Newport. <laughs> Never worked a day in his life. Bobby Newport's never and that way, and, and, and then he couldn't afford to keep making YouTube videos. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well. Thank I'm you, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. No offense, but I really don't think you could follow the reasoning of a 12th level intellect such as my own. Guess not. Mm.
The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of.